Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, welcome to episode 187 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, October 21st, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. Here's some money. Go see a Star War. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons. Call the Fed Investigation Bureau, paying cash and a pay in Europe. If they make this into a movie, I want my nuts played by John Turturro. Ah, <laughs> uh, my name is Greg Legro, and look at him—he's a butthead just like his old man was. Oh, <laughs> mm. oh my God! We have tons of stuff to talk about yep. this week. Two oh of God. us went and saw Goosebumps. One of us uh, watched Monkey Bones. Uh, we listened to a Barbara Streisand album. We will be rolling for movies that we will get to see next week. Casey's going to take us through an episode of Season 3 of 90210 in 90210 Yeah Relay, and we're going to talk about lots of stuff off the top before we get to that. But please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, it's a great way to help out all the podcasts. There haven't been a, any new reviews on iTunes, so so do that, please. Email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you would like to let us know what you think about the show or give us some feedback. You can also do that on modernsuperior.com on the discus threads under our episode posts. And you can also turn to your friend in real life and say, have you ever heard the podcast? See you next Wednesday. It's delightful. Delightful. Yeah. Stop yes. being an asshole and listen to it. Yeah. Turn to whoever's to your left right now and just tell them that. Just grab yeah. their thigh and squeeze it real hard and yeah. whisper, see you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> That actually reminds me of something great that happened to me on the bus today. Uh, uh, <laughs> something great that happened to me on the bus today. This weird guy. Yeah. Well, no, I was just sitting on like the second seat uh, away from the driver kind of thing. I was just kind of sitting there. And then this sort of crazy lady gets on and she goes to sit down right next to me. Plenty of other seats on the bus, by the way. But she goes to sit right next to me. Just plants her hand on my thigh and then just like laboriously sits down <laughs> using my thigh uh, cl- a little, uh, uncomfortably close to the fellas by the way uh-huh. uh, to sit down but she was crazy and she started a conversation with me and she was absolutely delightful so I was like you know what put your hand on my thigh again yeah <laughs> you know what that like, was terrific I'm starting to like you it you know what touch the fellas <laughs> a, little, a little closer to the boys please yeah, yeah. you draped them over your thigh is that why they were closer how in her thigh was she uh, she was she was kind of like on, on to- the top of the thigh but the fingers were turned inwards uh, just teasing 
<laughs> All right. So that happened. It was great. I laughed my ass off. Um, also, before we get to the bits, yeah. the tidbits, sure. um, if you live in Toronto, I you do. should come to the Royal Cinema on October 27th oh. for Modern mm. Superior Presents Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death, which will yeah. be a movie screening of Wes Craven's underrated Serpent in the Rainbow. Yeah. Uh, great um, film about voodoo, super scary. And then there'll be a live podcast afterwards yes. hosted by Matthew Price. And some of us may be in attendance mm. and on the guest list yeah. for the podcast. Well, <laughs> Not to get in. The guest panel. On the panel. Yeah, the guest panel. <laughs> we don't have to pay. Yeah, don't brag about it. The guest list for the speaking <laughs> engagement. Uh, if you right. see us walk right through the door with <laughs> yeah. that bang, don't, don't be alarmed. <laughs> We're on the list. <laughs> It's going to be really fun. Uh-huh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes, I have. Yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it since college. It's been now, a long time, yeah. What do you guys think of it? Um, it's, yeah, I it's been, oh boy, a really long time. College, yeah. I guess. I've seen it like twice, maybe three times. I watched it recently when I was sick. There's was certainly like, one weird... thing that definitely stands out in my memory about yeah. that movie. I didn't think it does for all men. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked that kind of that sort of scary where it's uh I don't Based know, not... on a true story, <laughs> yeah, and like stabbing dicks, <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, no, just that sort of—I don't know—it it has a nice, creepy, realistic vibe to it. Yeah, you know? yeah. good, good uh, movie to show just in time for Halloween. So go to the Royal To buy some tickets and come on out. It'll be a fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, sure. let's we'll, get we'll stab you in the dick. Yeah, yeah. Casey will touch your thigh right next to the boys. Yeah. <laughs> right next to the boys. Lean hard yeah. on the boys. <laughs> what? Because uh, you leaned hard on your. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Casey oh, and the boys. So throwback to your story. Is that, yeah. is that your new band? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't recall that story. <laughs> is your new band going to be Casey and the boys? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's my new boy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my head is all stuffed with illness right now, oh, yeah. so I can't... Uh, oh, I've got something for that, then. I brought uh, I brought things for you. Oh. For you guys. Really? Oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did you go? Then you... Uh... Uh, nowhere, but I was... Uh, this... I have to go to the kitchen for a second. Here, okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Is um, this podcast just going to degenerate into, let's see what else they'll drink? I have a feeling it will. I have. Ah, a, I, I'm all right do with you that. think this will be alcohol while he's gone? I feel like I it feel will like 100% be percent. It will be alcohol. When he said that last part, he looked. He had a real <laughs> asshole look. Okay, on his he brought face. an LCBO bag back. While you were gone, we were theorizing if it was alcohol or not. <laughs> yeah, I. But I, listen, I was very disappointed. I feel like Canada really has to. Uh, we've got to up our game with. Uh, Inappropriate or uh, maybe maybe orthodox drinking. Maybe okay. our new government so, will make that a high priority. A, uh, Jesus, does that wh- say shit fly on it? <laughs> <laughs> shit fly, whiskey sour. I got one of those and two uh, grape drinks. Grape two drinks, what? grape drink flavored. My immediate reaction is I want to try the grape Me one, too. but yeah. I have a feeling it's okay. I got two grapes. I figured Dan Gorman has he likes candy, so grape yeah. would work out for him. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'll um, try a grape. Okay, grape vodka for you. sour grape from Blackfly. Yeah. You want? But, you want grape or? Well, I don't know. Sour? Like, I feel like uh, I feel like the grape one would be really great for like the first three sips and then it would just be a goddamn nightmare whereas to get the through. other one will be a treat the whole way through <laughs> yeah, be a yeah. cool refreshing beverage <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna try the whiskey sour all right there you go i feel like i'm really gonna but enjoy yeah, this i was really disappointed I, I didn't have a lot of time to look around but i was like where's the where's the weird where's things? the weird stuff i want yeah. strange flavors but yeah the, the states always surpasses us in their uh in like products Horrible that shouldn't have products, been made no. but 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 were yeah yeah 
and are are quite popular. Anyway, but it wasn't really the best LCBO to shop at for this. There's a bigger one near my work. I'm going to go there sometime. <laughs> All right. Well, che- cheers, fellas. Cheers already. The, uh, interesting ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That tastes grapey. That doesn't taste too sweet, though. As the... Uh, the, the no, it just tastes like a grape soda. The tagline says, real grape juice, not too sweet. Canadian, no gluten. <laughs> this is, uh, this is mm. a decent whiskey sour. <laughs> I, I really like a whiskey sour, and I sure. got into uh, back when I drank more than I'm I do now. I'm a whiskey sour guy, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would make them at home and, and um, just kind of out of premium things and made them, started making them really, really good. Yeah. And became sort of a, not a connoisseur of whiskey sours by any <laughs> means, but like got used to the to the flavor of like good, yeah. good ingredients. Yeah. I'm telling you, this isn't bad. Not bad. Now, not right. the listeners should also know that much like last week, uh, Greg and Casey are both double fisting with coffee. Right. Yeah. Um, the, uh, w- which is the ingredients that you need for a podcast to get out of hand. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> is, is alco- and Greg, mm. Greg took a sip of the vodka sour grape and then took a sip of, he's, I... he's double sipping one <laughs> and the other. My coffee's going to get cold. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to know. So, so you're swishing them together in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gross. <laughs> I'm trying to just get, I forgot about the coffee. Yeah. This and vo- then you reminded me. This vodka sour grape, not. As bad as I thought. I thought it was going to be very yeah. sweet, I don't sickly. know if I'm pleasantly surprised or bitterly disappointed. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little disappointed because I'm like, I'm really going to enjoy this right down to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't taste like... I mean, I probably only ever have one of these, but it doesn't yeah. taste like I'm going to get tired of it right away. No. no. I wonder what Drink Along think of Black Fly Brewery. <laughs> it said, on, now, on this, ca- on this uh, can, it says has, like, scraps of... Uh, of newspaper on their logo. You see that in the background? <laughs> you meant in the ingredients. In the ingredients. <laughs> May contain scraps of newspaper. Oh. And one of them says, oh, Black Fly is awarded first new distillery license in 100 years. Oh. I wonder uh, what that means. I don't know. I probably they got the first new distillery license in, in 100 years. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Okay. Or ah, you're, re- you're reading into it. It's made yeah. with cane sugar. Anyway, mm. this is not an ad for Black Fly. We just <laughs> <laughs> don't hate this. Like, no. Mine's got right. real lime juice in it. There you go. So, <laughs> do you, do you know guys, what? I'm telling good stories. Yeah. You know what doesn't have lime juice in it? Uh, the trailer for Star Wars. No, boy. Yeah, let's just get Nor into it. Nor does your segue. Yeah. Uh, so, new trailer for The Force Awakens has yeah. hit the internet. First, there was a poster which got me all excited. Yeah. But then, yeah, this trailer. Yeah, I, uh, I saw the poster. And was like, that's a Star Wars poster. Fuck yeah, Drew Struzan. Yeah. No, not, not Drew, Drew Struzan. Struzan. You're kidding. That's the crazy thing. Drew Struzan wrote. Uh, wrote know, he yeah. drew the uh, the first the first uh, poster. Right. Um, the first one that came out. This is not Drew Struzan. It was supposed huh. to be, but then out of nowhere, I guess they gave it to some other guy yeah. who did a very Drew good, Struzan good thing. Because that's all anyone should ever do. I don't want posters that look like something else. Yeah, all my but I just posters want, are Drew Struzan's. I, oh, oh, mine too. Yeah. I just want Drew Struzan to do them all. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's getting weird to see Drew Struzan. <laughs> Drew Struzan. <laughs> is this the Black Fly or is it his name? <laughs> is it hard to see Drew Struzan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh-huh. I, I saw the poster and was like, yeah, that's about what I expect from a Star Wars yeah, poster. Yeah. But the then poster... I got all, see, I started thinking too hard. I was looking at the poster. I'm like, cool, look at all the new characters. And there's Han. And there's yeah. Where's Luke, man? Yeah. Where's Luke? You don't see and Luke in the trailer as trailer much either. I'm either like, yeah. Oh, my God. They're not going to, like, flip Luke and make Luke the bad guy. What if you take that mask off and he's the fucking... Uh, 
I did. Rilo that, Ken that, that no, or something. No I'd be like, way. you bastards can't do that. No, no, you cannot do that. You know what? Because they're, they're not going to make Adam Driver just the voice of him. Are no, they? no, no, no. I think what they it was just a moment of panic because there was no allusion to Luke on the poster and it made me worry. It's weird, and I think he's it's, not in the trailer much. Although, no. is that who not Carrie in the Fisher all, is, is leaning on when she's uh, it's quite possible. sad in the because po- you can't see him in the, in yeah. the trailer now? I, but, they could just be doing the let's not give everything away, and we're not going to give his. And everybody That's wants fine. to see Luke, of course. Yeah. Now, there's also speculation that uh, that first picture of Luke came out, and you see him and what he's wearing, yeah. and he's wearing all the the white, the and then the 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 the, the brown robe with yeah, yeah, primarily yeah. white, which is what everybody's wearing when, when they're, they're dead. dead. Yeah. Uh, and my money's on that. I feel like I feel like that's going to be. He's going to be like a flashback kind of thing. Well, no, not a flashback, but he's going to be like a glowing blue fellow. Okay. Uh, telling everybody what to do all the time. I would be very bummed with that. Like, I'm not prepared for a new movie and then dead Luke. That's uh, some garbage. I think I'm kind of all right. I've made my peace with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm kind of all right because I think it's such a great idea. Uh, I, I think it, it would be really interesting to have to to like the big reveal be like, oh shit, Luke's fucking dead but the great thing about the star wars universe is that he's still around yeah because they're glowing in blue even when they're nah. dead i don't know ah. man ah. Ah. Yeah, we'll see but anyway the trailer um i didn't see it didn't see- yeah right <laughs> i didn't see it yeah once. right <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it 150 times today <laughs> yeah that's a one terrific trailer i, I got, my uh, first reaction was negative really um, because I think it gave me too much all at once. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I'm, I'm more tense about this than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. This is more important to my whole life structure than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, like it was just it was like ah, uh, too much space. Like these really? are the same problems I had with um. Well, not not space as like outer space, but like, <laughs> there's too much space out there. There's like no, it's just, it's just like th- that room is too big, and and this is too the, too not Star Warsy because that was always my problem with uh, the prequels is that they're mm. not Star Warsy, mm-hmm. like no. they're just big CGI shitty places. And, and I was like, oh, that camera angle's not right, or or uh, that little camera move so where they like move around John Boyega's head a little too quickly, scrutinizing the minutia. Uh, it, it's just it's just the way it caught me, and then I settled down and went, all right, buddy. <laughs> Now, do you think that this looks more Star Warsy than the the, the, prequels? the prequels? Oh, certainly it oh, does. Yeah, okay. big time. It has. It just say, it, it feels Star Warsy more. to me. Yeah, super, uh, I think duper. Kylo Ren looks fucking awesome as Fuck shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which my first reaction to Kylo Ren was like, oh, I don't, eh. but I fear change. I really do. Yeah, fellas, so I was pretty on board with the Rilo Ken thing right away. I was like, I think that looked, and uh, yeah, I don't know. This trailer got uh, gives shivers. I, I like it more than the other one. Even though the, the, the original sort of teaser-style trailer, even though it was pretty long, mm-hmm. ended on kind of like a bigger, more, this is the first we've seen of this, and with that bit, that yeah. shot of the the Millennium flying down, and yeah. that was like, whoa! Yeah. yeah. And But but I find this one works better as like a trailer, because it has that like slower start to it, and it kind of ramps up to yeah, the Star yeah. Wars shit, and then when it hits with nice those... crisp ending, yeah, yeah. real good. In terms of like structure <clears throat> to it, I, yeah. I, I liked it more. I, I am still just very like... I am excited, but yeah. I'm not like frothing well, because like, I'm not yeah, a Star yeah. Wars and guy. And they're giving you little things, like you know, it's some somehow like it's uh, you got uh, Han and Chewie are going to get reunited with the Falcon, and that's going to be the best. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Daisy Ridley's character, um, uh, I can't remember her name right now. Damn it! It's all right. 
feel like a bad nerd. Yep. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, I wonder if her character like owns the Falcon now. Maybe, or she's some kind of scavenger or something. I don't know. But yeah, that you moment, you know, the, from the Falcon? other, you know, the first trailer, though, we're home. That's definitely them walking into the Falcon. And being oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for it's sure. going to be the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if that's how they get, they get sort of uh, caught up in the whole thing. Although, there's a lot of speculation about it being um, someone being uh, Han and... Uh, Leia's? And Leia's kids. Because in the, the book world, they have twins, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the... Rilo Ken has got to be somebody's kid. they don't kid, have twins. I think. Is either what's going? To, he's either a Skywalker or he's uh, Han. Oh, Leia's. really? I think so. I think they're probably leaning. Sorry a li- to be a huge touching... nerd, but Kylo Kylo Ren. What did I say? Rilo Kent. Oh, sorry. I've been drinking grape drink. Great <laughs> <laughs> drank. Yeah, drank. drinking some drank. Grape drank. Um, yeah, I Give think it, I think they're stuff. gonna. They've obviously. There's, <laughs> I think it's almost impossible that they weren't at least a little bit influenced by the expanded universe. And that's where you get all the late stories. Is I feel like I feel like J.J. Uh, Abrams has said that they that there are some consistencies with yeah, the expanded should. universe. It, the, the expanded universe has some great story to it. There, there's a fellow whose job it is, whose full time job it is, whose job at which he makes a great deal of money to keep continuity yeah. within the Star Wars universe. Wow. Uh, so I, I assume he must have been some kind of a consultant or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, anyway, that's what I think. It's but boy, be that good, trailer made me so happy. I, 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 lo- I love that. I, I hope. Well, because he is so he is uh, Kylo Ren is so wrapped up in the mythology of Darth Vader mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah. I mean, even like I, I really actually like maybe it's how his, it's the his helmet you know. is kind oh, yeah. of a uh, oh, totally uh, different enough, but still very Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. That that it kind of makes you feel like the, their villains sort of like fall into a specific kind of aesthetic line. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Athena asked me a question, and I was like, well, uh, you know, I'm not sure. We haven't really talked about it, but when this movie comes out, are we actually rolling for it, or are we all just We going? were talking about that with Athena before you yeah, got yeah. here. Because, listen, yeah. I'll tell you what, guys. I don't give a fuck what happens. That's what I said. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I, I, I was like, look, I love the idea of the, uh, the, the tension that it would create, yeah. but even if I lost... I would go and I see would that just movie. Go. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Just gonna, I can't. It's, you know bigger, what? it's bigger than movies. It's Star Wars. And I, I said we, I, we should have rolled for it, pretended like somebody wasn't going to go, and if then if that person wanted to go, just had them not say anything the next mm. week. But that, that's <laughs> the thing. I don't think I could sit there. Like, I no, I wouldn't be able wouldn't, to sit there. I certainly wouldn't sit there in a room with people describing it yeah. had I not seen no, it. No, no, yeah. no. I, I mean, wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. allow that to happen. Right. But also, I don't think I'd be able to just sit and here and go. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's totally impossible. Yeah, no, I guess we'll just all see it. Uh-huh. It's big enough of a thing, and I and I said to, to I don't Casey, even know if we will all see it. I don't like. We're gonna have to coordinate this because I mean, no, we'll that's all another see thing it, like with, at at, uh, at some point though. Yeah, but I mean, but that that's another thing with uh, with the trail the new trailer coming out. Uh, pre-sale tickets uh, uh, went, went on sale. Oh yeah, it's bananas. Um. So now those are pre-sale tickets just for IMAX and, and AVX. I believe AVX. Yeah, mm-hmm. is it in 3D or is it just movie? I don't know. I I don't want to <laughs> see it in 3D at all. Yeah, I, uh, I don't although I, I don't really be. feel like I want to. But then I saw one trailer that was in 3D. Yeah, the, me the too. original trailer and that first shot. You know, a uh, big when wide shot. And, yeah, when she's going across the yeah, the I was like, oh, that looks great. Looks like IMAX that 3D, maybe <laughs> yeah. IMAX. 3D? Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, it's going to be hard to get into this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so nothing else is coming out, out that week. Every screen is going to be Star Wars. 
Yeah, and it's still going to be really it's difficult. Still be to really see. hard to see. I feel like I'm going to have to take I'm time sh- off work you know, to see I, it, I, I yeah, which yeah. is fine. I hate my job, and I <laughs> love Star Wars. I'm sure that there will be like off-hour standard 2D screenings that won't be so insane. Like you'll probably yeah. be able to go on like a Sunday at noon or something, like the week after yeah. it comes out, and walk right in. Yeah, it tastes like a like a. The more I drink it, it gets drier. Like a lifesaver, grape lifesavers. Yeah, that go, oh, that sounds nice. You want to taste it? Yeah, I yeah, find it gets. Uh, uh, you want to trade sipsies? It yeah. goes a little dry, and I also find uh, that the alcohol in it is like affecting me. Like it's making me feel like a little. <laughs> it's somehow drunkening it's somehow, me. Like th- uh, yeah, a drunkening effect <laughs> of some sort, maybe. I mean, it maybe right. it's nice. just me. Yeah. I, I like mine better. Sure. Um, but you're right. It is. It, it's got like a, a nice dryness to it. Yeah. So, it's like a 1967 <laughs> wine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you started and then you lost. Then you were like, like uh, oh, yeah. I don't know anything yeah, about wine. It's not a good year, but essentially correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's an essentially correct uh, beverage. <laughs> Uh, did uh, you guys see any other news that you wanted to talk about? Not really. Yeah, me News-wise, not a lot of anything worth talking and about. And I wasn't I really like. paying attention. And there's just <clears throat> a million movies to talk about this week, yeah. I Have feel you, like. Uh, oh, well, I've watched a trillion movies. Dude, uh, it's, my list is bigger than I think it's ever been for one Well, Greg and I committee. saw right, a, hey, a handful break. of things together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, true, I guess. Oh, we yeah, were at a you guys have to talk about that as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, also, I just wanted to ask real quick: Did you see uh, the new Coen Brothers trailer? Yes, yet? I did. What'd you think? I think it, uh, I can't wait. Just uh, goddamn dynamite. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, there is a different type of feeling when one of their it's so. I mean, it's not Star Wars crazy, but yeah, I Coen Bro- every time it happens, like when when there hasn't been a Coen Brothers movie for a little while, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I wrote other movies wrote- aren't as good. I wrote on on Facebook. There should be a word for the feeling you get when you're watching a new Coen Brothers trailer. Yeah. it's just it's different. Yeah, it's just a different feeling. Um, yeah. So, what uh, did Dig say? They were being hood sucked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not because bad. like, yeah, I think it's pretty great. I think yeah. everybody uh, uh, who who commented had a pretty good comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't fucking wait for that. What's the release date on that? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, Doesn't matter. They're yeah. releasing it on a day. Yeah, uh-huh. Greg and I went to a cottage. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, Matthew it was the prices. big uh, Modern Superior uh, cottage getaway. Yeah. David yeah. follows of Drink Along. Yeah. Uh, uh, plus, uh, Taylor plus Wyatt, it looks Wyatt, like he was there. Jeremy, yeah. Emma, Athena, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matthew Price and his wife. Yeah. yeah. It was a great time. It was really I, nice. Uh, it was this is embarrassing. Nice. I wasn't invited. <laughs> no, so, no. I feel, uh, <laughs> I feel really weird about it. Yeah. But. Yeah, we were like, don't tell Casey. We're just going to reveal it to him on the show when we yeah. get back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Uh, no, it was no, really I, fun. Yeah. We, we, we brought a uh, screen up and projected some movies. Yeah. Projected, no less. Projected yes. some movies. Very good. In a very big kind of cottage. What a wonderfully beautiful room. cottage. Oh, my Holy God. The, the pictures shit. on Facebook were amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but every time I was like, I think they're at a cottage. Yeah. <laughs> Ermi was like, "It's like a curated cottage," and they found that they found that super funny because I guess to them it's just like the cottage with all the things on the wall. But we were like, everything yeah, on every wall is really awesome. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like everything Matthew Price does is very meticulous, <laughs> so that doesn't surprise me. It it looked absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I saw the menu. There there was a, a prefabricated menu. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it looked wonderful. Yeah, it, it was, was delicious. He's I, a hell of a cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. No, yeah. but yeah, we watched. As a lot of is uh, Leah's wife. Uh, she oh made yeah, fucking delicious soup. Her soup mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. Oh, butternut squash. Soup. Yeah. That's no, right. I'm not a big butternut squash fan, but I've had a butternut squash soup <laughs> that I. <laughs> <laughs> I was having right through that story, and I was like, <laughs> is there a way I can make this interesting? Yeah, seriously. Like a movie podcast? Yeah. I'd, better, I'd better ride it out to the end <laughs> and just see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we projected some movies. Yeah. The first thing we projected when we got there was Night of the Creeps. That's right. Which oh, was, boy, uh, that must still, have been fun. Still wonderful. Yeah, still the best movie. Still great. And it was great. A few people hadn't seen it before. Yeah, yeah. So really Emma fun. I was really it. shocked that the, there was a, a large, not a large portion, but a few people in the room who mm-hmm. weren't familiar with it. So what a fun time. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, everyone loves that movie because it's just so fucking good. Yep. Fred so Decker, good. man. Yeah, Fred Decker. We played some uh, some Nintendo Power Pad games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Running on the <laughs> yeah, Power Pad. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw some video footage of yeah. that. Yeah, super good. I feel like I was like, tricked into that i know i just wasn't prepared (laughs) (laughs) it's when you play the nintendo power pad race games if you lose the game's a dick because the loser still has to keep running the track yeah why can't you just storm out of the room (laughs) i I suppose i could have but i didn't really know what i was doing and i couldn't jump over this thing because i didn't quite understand what i was doing and dan gorman just like completely destroyed me because i got stuck in a place and i'm like then i just stopped caring and i was just like oh well yeah well when you're losing it's like fuck yeah yeah and then it's like he finishes crosses the finish line and then it's still like and i'm oh you have to keep going yeah that's what i'm saying oh you i i didn't know like if i win then greg has to finish the race still yeah before the game ends yeah that's humiliating. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> very it, funny. Like, you think, like... It's one thing if you're doing it with your hands, but you're running on this stupid pad. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's like... it's. I like, would have to stop every 30 seconds. Yeah. I, my legs still hurt from, like, the <laughs> two sure. rounds that we played. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty funny. It was good times. But, yeah, we, we watched some other movies. Uh, what, what order do you want to talk about the ca- cottage we'll, movies in? We'll do them in order. Okay. Um, so the next thing that we watched was the next day. Was the next day in the afternoon we watched a movie from 1936. Yeah. I think called around then. Come and Get It. Come and Get It, which is co-directed by Howard Hawks. Right. Uh, um, starring uh, Edward Arnold. And Francis Farmer. And Francis, Francis Farmer. Yeah. Not usually. I, I haven't. I don't watch a lot of movies from that era anymore. No. I used to when I was in college. Um for for cinema studies and stuff, but mm-hmm. but it was fun to watch it, mm-hmm. and it was a really uh, interesting movie. I did fall asleep for a brief period. Yeah, I had a. Uh, we had all just uh, eaten. <laughs> yeah, we had this huge, it was awesome really, breakfast. Really interesting. I fell asleep for most of it. <laughs> I had like a five to ten minute power nap in the middle. Yeah, me too. And but I was like, it was a good time. I picked the right time to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. Because I kind of knew what was going on, and then woke up and still yeah, knew. And what it was like, okay, now we're in this yeah. part of it because the movie has like a. It jumps like twenty years in the yeah. middle. It has a it has a fifteen minute intermission. <laughs> yeah, the movie has a like, scene where all of the characters just sit down <laughs> just and sleep. Yeah. sleep <laughs> 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 That's um, a weird, uh, odd choice, uh, but, uh, but good. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Um, I fucking loved that movie though. It was really entertaining. It was really super weird because it's like this sort of fun, robust movie about a, a, a guy who owns a logging company and he's very. Uh, gregarious and stuff like that, and then it just kind of gets sort of dark. It gets we- yeah, it, cause like it's uncomfortable. About, yeah, because he falls in love with this woman who then uh, has a daughter. After- well, he he falls in love with her, yeah, but he doesn't stay with her because he makes a strategic business move and marries into a family instead. Yeah. So he leaves her to marry into money. 
yeah. to help his and business. Then she marries somebody that was like his friend or something, right? Uh, no, or she has it. No, no, no. His friend, the the Swede. Yeah, his friend just uh, <laughs> because she get, she has a kid, um, and then I don't I don't know what happened to her. She died or whatever, and then the Swede because he was close with her raises. Yes. they yeah. raised the girl. Uh, both the mother and the daughter are played by Francis Farmer. Yeah. So he was in love yeah. with Francis Farmer, and then he you know, left her to marry Rich, and then like 20 years later, he her goes daughter. back, and he meets the daughter, who's still and, played by Francis Farmer, right. and, and falls he falls for her. her. Oh. And that's weird, because yeah. he's like, I used to do your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what a weird he, like, line falls, to like, put in her. From... <laughs> yeah. Also, that's it's weird, because old his, like, really, do your mom. his really close friend is basically like the surrogate father. Yeah. Or whatever to this uh, to this girl, and he's like really putting the hard moves on his like adoptive daughter. That's gross. Yeah. So it's got this really intense thing going on. It's and... crazy, like tri- love triangle. Yeah. But there's also a lot of uh, because because how... his son is into her. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fucked up. It's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just gonna go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is in the middle of podcast. Yeah, and sleep listen, time. This is a very. <laughs> Interesting description. Anyway, the, it, it, it's it's a fun movie to watch. Um, it was fun with a crowd. Yeah, with it has a great and, pace. Uh, and Howard Hawks at this time was doing a lot of like throwing in documentary style scenes. Yeah. So there's a whole like five minutes at the beginning of the movie that's just like check out this crazy logging footage. And it was fascinating. And it was amazing. It was so good. Like it's like <laughs> like they're cutting down trees and then piling in them them in the biggest log piles you've ever seen, and then yeah. like you see those piles fall down into the river and shit and i was just like i watched this for an hour totally <laughs> look at and those the long last uh, yeah. the last shot of this movie i thought was fucking fantastic mm-hmm. uh, edward arnold is a hell Definitely. of an actor and that yeah. there was something just the last shot it was just yeah it was a fun movie yeah really I'm glad good. that i watched so it. glad i saw that because like i'm so bad about movies. watching older movies because i'm just like it's old yeah i know it's stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Black I would guy. I would make fun of you for that, but I'm right mm, on board. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> then we watched Deathgasm. Yes, then we watched Deathgasm, which is a movie that's playing after dark. Right. Yeah. Um, it is from New Zealand. Yes. Uh, it is a sort of black metal splatter comedy uh, about a metal, a, a kind of a loser in a new town, like doesn't have many friends, and he he starts a metal band with a couple of these misfits, and, and accidentally. You know, uh, recite a passage of of music that opens up. You know, a gate to demons, demons kind of thing. I've seen a trailer for this, yeah, and uh, everything about it uh, seemed distasteful to me. The tra- I didn't like the trailer because all it was was just the gore. It was just a bunch of gore, and I'm like, and I, and okay, it didn't so this sell is just going to be another hobo with a shotgun where I'm just and supposed to get excited no, about no. its trauma throwback feel. Mm-hmm. Now it is a little like that. I liked this movie, but I was a little disappointed. But I did think it's got a lot of it's got enough of enough moments in this movie to to really recommend it to people that will like it for sure. And it has enough of a genuine love of metal, yeah, to really that can get me on board. Yeah, absolutely. Like there was some stuff in there that I was just like, oh man, that's terrific. There's some good references, really good. A strong sense of of uh, just that sort of eighties, not eighties, sorry, just young metal misfit vibe that you can really. If you know it at all, can you yeah. like, yeah, this is pretty. Somebody who like wrote or directed this movie is definitely spending yeah. some time in their uh, in their youth listening to. Yeah, metal. there's a good scene where they're trying to one up each other by picking out certain records from a record yeah. store, which is pretty funny. It is pretty good, yeah. and it's yeah, it's pretty legit because it's not like surface metal. We're not sitting around talking yeah, about yeah. Metallica and Megadeth, you know. Yeah, right? 
You know, like the most famous metal band I think that you see the name of frequently is Trivium. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they do, but there's like some deep cut metal uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, references. Yeah. And it's that... all, it's all uh, you know, deep genre metal. There's yeah. no light stuff here. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I can it's respect a, it's that. It's spotty for sure as a movie, but I enjoyed myself the entire way through. And there's some fucking fantastic practical effects gore going on in there. Like yeah. fucking terrific stuff. Oh, really? Definitely. Yeah. yeah, that that is one thing I will say about the trailer is that it, it did look, well, I mean, for it's fairly low budget, mm-hmm. if I understand. Yeah, it looks and good. And it was very practical effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we watched a movie yes. that, um, oh my God, changed my life, I feel like. <laughs> we watched a movie called Roar. Oh, this fuck. is Draft House's most recent pickup, or yeah. one of their most recent pickups, where they find movies that have been underserved and sort of re re release them, which was uh, released in the eighties and never really uh, thought much of until they 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 found it and re released it. Yeah, how do you um, how do you explain this movie? It's got Tippi Hendren, Melanie Griffith, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tippi Hendren, and Melanie uh, Griffith, um, Marshall, uh, Neil, Marshall. Neil Marshall. Yeah, so it's like the family. Yeah, making this movie right about lions. Yes, that take it's over a, a house. family of idiots. Yeah, yeah, making a movie. Right. Um, I I didn't see the whole movie because it was fairly late, and so I saw half of it. Yeah, I real I know that it didn't really change much because no. the movie is sort of like one basic thing. But it did get uh, it's pretty it, nuts. After yeah, yeah. No, I I've got to see the rest <laughs> yeah. of it. Um, I've never seen anything quite like this. No, it's. It was. Com- I was completely on edge the entire time because it's the most dangerous looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just lions almost murdering people Constantly. every minute of the movie. It look. It's you're just like oh, and it's the whole time. And being- I don't have. A f- I watched 45 minutes of this movie. I didn't retain one bit of dialogue no. or any idea of what the plot was or what anyone was talking about because you can't really hear everyone either because you like. Imagine you just. Hand two people scripts, and while they're trying to read it, you hit them with things. Because that's all that's happening. Yeah. They're trying to push yeah. this dialogue through, and then a lion pulls one of the people out of the scene. And they're yeah. <laughs> and, and not... See, that's what I'm picturing with the, the dialogue. Oh, hello, Susie. How are you today? Well, like, there, there, that happens. There are, scenes yeah. where, there are scenes where people say something. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this. The one guy's like, I'm gonna take off now and go do this other thing, and then like a lion gets in his way, so he doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, insane. I guess I'm staying here. He's now. like, I was like, I'm gonna go take a shower and change my clothes. He's like I'm gonna go out to the boat and do this thing, and he opens the door and there's seven lions, and he just goes with the guys. Like I guess I'm gonna come with you while you change your clothes. <laughs> yeah, um, it's fucking insane. They're talking on the stairs at one point, and the, the dude, the main guy who directed it, uh, uh, Neil, Neil Marshall. Marshall, he's talking to a guy, and one of the lions just grabs him by the thigh and. Drives drags him down the stairs and he it's not like he cause he's pretty good at playing it off because he's the dude who's in control of all this shit yeah. but no the, the line drags him down the stairs and he's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's what a bunch of fucking idiots oh and yeah they put their child yes yeah. her face got torn off yeah it it was like like i like to think of this movie as it's a bunch of people like you're saying trying it to get trying like grizzly man <laughs> kind of and it's like people trying to get their lines out because it's not really like a narrative movie. It's it's like people trying to say lines while like a violent documentary is trying to make <laughs> yeah. it is trying to force its way into this not, like attempting to be a narrative movie. Yeah. Right. So every time somebody says something, this like you know crazy animal documentary is like nah, 
this is what's going to happen. I'm going to try and eat you. Um, it's <laughs> so fucked. fucked up. It's, that sounds amazing. I, yeah. In what I way? You it. said that it changed. It changed your it life. It was unbelievable. Every like, I loved watching this movie. It was so scary. It was so frightening. It was so mind-boggling. Did you get a sense of the narrative story? There's or no, no. It's garbage. The guy a lives with a bunch of uh, dangerous animals. And then, kill him all the and then his family leaves, is going to come visit. He leaves, and then his family comes to visit while he's not there, and they run from the animals, and then he comes back, and he's like, no, it's okay. Yeah. The okay, end. so it That's is it. built That's into the, the narrative that these... No, but it, it's you, not like It's listen. not like a thing where, like, this family is, you know, like lion whisperers, and the lions love and respect it is kind them of. and everything. Ki- yeah, kind of. Basi- but he's like not there, because he's, the he's like the... Zen master of the yeah. lions, but he's not there. However structured right. it sounds like... But even like, when he's there, it's total chaos. Yeah. However <laughs> like structured the chaos. narrative sounds like it could be, it's not. It's like literally right. the guy is at the house and there's all these lions and then his friend shows up and then all the lions attack them for a while and the family's like, we're going to go visit him. And then the, the guys at the house leave for some reason. And then the family shows up and they get like terrorized for half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then they run away and then these elephants are like, we're going to eat you. And they're like, let's go back to the house. <laughs> and then they go back to the house and then the guy comes home and he's like, don't worry about it. And then they all hug the lions. Yeah. But in between that, everybody is getting mauled by lions. Yeah. That sounds amazing. And you yeah. never understand why anything is happening. No, no. Like, the main guy, he's like, yeah, I got to do this thing or whatever. And then he spends, like, 15 minutes uh, not wearing pants. And that's when, like, he gets dragged. <laughs> what was the thing he had I to do? I think the pants were ripped off by a lion. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, it doesn't make... Because there's no logical sense for him to be running around the scene with a torn-up shirt yeah. and no pants on. Right. But so, I, it, like... <laughs> And then he like, was either trying to put the pants on and lions stopped him and they were yeah. like, we got to keep shooting <laughs> or lions took his pants. And then like all of a sudden <laughs> somebody will just show up and they've got like a bandage on their arm. You're like, I guess somebody got to eat. You gotta yeah, eat yeah, you yeah. Got yeah. And there's no continuity that makes any kind of yeah. sense. It's oh, man, it's fucking stunning. I don't know if there's a better movie to watch with a couple of people, particularly if they haven't seen it, uh, to yeah. watch with people with a few beers. Yeah. Some of the just like, this fucking thing. Some out. of the people that watched it were like, oh, I can I could never watch that again. And, and in my mind, I was like. I cannot wait to put this on with people that have not seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it is so much insane, yeah. insanity, crazy shit. It's just, you, you watch it and you think, how did they ever do this? Mm-hmm. And and nobody said, let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, because they had cameramen and... Yeah. And Yon gaffers and shit. Yon Debont. Oh, I'm sorry. Yon Debont was the he, direct, he uh, did the cinematography, the cinematography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he also and got scalped. Yeah, by he a also line. got fucking uh, brutally attacked. Yeah. What a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, it's insane. How old is Melanie Griffith in this movie? It's pretty uh, young. Twenty. Yeah. Jesus H. To put your fucking child yeah, in a line of fucking lions. Yeah, there's one scene where a lion attacks her and like gets his ha- like his mouth on her head, and they're all screaming Melanie, and you're like, this is a real <laughs> legitimate. They scream- Wait. Well, everybody everyone's their, got their own names. Their yeah. names are their names. Okay, yeah. right. So it's not like they break. But the still, screen, but... I think maybe that scene is why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They retrofitted everybody's yeah, yeah, names because. Yeah. Oh, mm. Jesus. yeah. It was. I. I well, it sounds highly, terrible. highly yeah. recommended. Yeah. Yeah. So you've never seen anything like it. No, you really. And you never will again. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Nobody's going to be that stupid again. No, yeah. Uh, it was a terrific time. What a great cottage adventure. Yeah. So Casey, what about you? What yeah, have you, you been watching? watching? Stuff. Boy, well, yeah, I've just been uh, been sick all weekend, lying around watching movies, and also I've been I gave something a chance that I'd originally written off. Uh, I watched a couple of episodes of BoJack 
Horseman. Okay. Oh, sure. And I was like, this is really disappointing. I don't like this, and it's boring. And so I gave it... I watched those episodes again, and I was like, I still don't like this. This is well-timed. <laughs> and then I kept watching, and I was like... I love this yeah. show. Huh. I See, absolutely love that I show. I did the exact same thing. Emma and I put it on randomly like last week. Oh, weird. And yeah. we watched the first couple episodes and I was like, I don't love this, but... It just felt derivative. It felt it, like just yeah, another... Yeah, that's where I'm at with that show. Everybody like, says it's like just no, another thanks. adult swim show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets so good and, yeah no we watched shit. like th- like four and and even by the fourth i was like i can see that this is gonna get somewhere i still only laugh a few times but then emma just went and watched the rest of it without me and was like yeah it gets amazing and i was She's like, like well, Fuck now you, I, yeah, now I, gotta, <laughs> oh, I gotta get back to and i gotta watch them all but yeah, yeah. yeah. uh yeah i gotta, like it gets dark huh. points no shit uh but in in a real honest way like it's it's fucking fantastic huh. some really great people show up uh to do voices and stuff right on. and little voices like ricky gervais shows up and does one scene kind of thing and you're like right ah, and it feels right right it's really really good paul huh. f tompkins yeah paul f tompkins is fucking hilarious he does a lot of the voices but again right? uh, well no i mean he does he does one main voice and then and then a few other a few here and there but everybody uh, yeah. sort of does that Except for Will Arnett and I think uh, Aaron Paul. Um, it's really great. Really, oh, I'll try super it again. watchable. All right. and so much. How fun. have you been? Have you gotten to the second season? Oh, I'm done everything. Oh, okay, because I'm told the second season gets like amazing. It's yeah, yeah. it is. It's okay. fucking great. I cannot wait for the third season. Hmm. Yeah, such a great show. Huh. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, you know what? I watched a movie. That I wanted to, I was really curious about because you watched it and you really didn't like it. Yes. Uh, what was it? <laughs> sounds, sounds like sounds me. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something I have done in the past. Uh, I've done I, that too. Yeah. Uh, you watched a movie and didn't like it? Yeah, yeah, it's happened. Oh, Rarely, man. but. Guys, we should do a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched uh, the movie Creep. Oh. Oh, I didn't hate it. Yeah. But I was like it down the middle on it. I turned yeah. it off. I watched, I don't know. Half hour, forty minutes, and I was like, I don't, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it, and I was like, there's some, some there's, good stuff in here, but yeah. I don't love it. Yeah, it, there's things about it that I just hated. Yeah, like, yeah. like uh, another, like the weird thing about this movie is that it's a okay, not a found footage movie. I've been very mm. careful with the usage of that <laughs> term, uh, but uh, it's well, actually, it could be found footage because of I won't get spoilers, okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, but. Uh, it's that style of sort of you know guy is saying I gotta yeah. go do a videography project. Oh, I'm gonna so. go. I'm gonna go film a guy. I don't know what it is. I hope mm. he's not crazy. Yeah, uh, he's crazy. All right. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, but there's it, it almost does that so shamelessly that like because there's points where the guy clearly picks up the camera. He's running for his life, but he clearly picks up the camera mm. and is clearly filming. So, like, I think it's you're supposed to go like, oh, there's they've gone so far the other way, where it's clearly filmed that that you're just supposed to forgive it for some reason. I found that distasteful. Or just maybe the guy that that's in the situation in his mind is thinking, I need evidence that this happened. So if I get out alive, I can possibly. But then there's other points where he's just kind of like, oh, all this crazy stuff. Uh, is happening around me. Um, oh, but I guess it stopped, so I'm not going to do anything about it or call the cops or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of it's got some real shoddy points, but overall, I kind of liked it. See, I, I liked what it was going for, 
but I felt where it f- gets to by the end of it, I was like, okay, I feel like I felt so down the middle about it. Like, it's like the performance by um by Mark Duplass. By Mark Duplass is great. He's great, and <sighs> and I like that it was being funny and like in a weird way. I feel he. I feel like he played a really. Um, honest version of a creepy guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was trying to be relatable. He was what a creepy, maladjusted guy trying to seem like a normal, relatable guy would be like. Yeah. Like, and I think he did that pretty well. I just found like by the end of it, it, it had it had like exhausted enough of its goodwill. I, by I like did... the last like five minutes, I was like, easy. Yeah. There's like a, like the way that it it ends. Right at the end, like the final couple seconds, I was like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, I. There's a shot that's really unsettling. There's something that happens at the end uh, that you see coming. Like, oh, yeah, there, yeah. There's no twist or anything to this movie. It's just a movie that happens. It feels really thrown together. Yeah. There's something about it that. For it being a Duplass thing, where they will just make a movie, a uh, three hour or an hour and forty five minute movie in fifteen minutes somehow, <laughs> uh, just completely thrown together. And there's something I found sort of charming about that. That clearly this movie was just tossed off. They're like, ah, idea for a movie. We know this Bryce guy. Was it Andrew yeah. Bryce or something? The director. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he did a movie called The Overnighters or The Overnight. Um, can't remember if, oh, either or with uh, not the Adam Scott. Oh, yeah, right. that's that, that guy. Good. Yeah, it's hmm. supposed to be good. It's supposed to be great. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, there was something about the shabby nature of it that I made a lot of exceptions for. Yeah. And then towards the end, and that shot, like the, the sort of like definitive thing that happens is like, oh, that's terrible. Like in the park kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, but the stuff that happens after that. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And I was like, you don't so even dumb. need this. It's stupid. Why yeah. did you do this? I don't like it. It made me like but, the movie even less. But the thing is... Everything in that movie, they don't really need to do any of it. I know, but I like, I, see, I like the dumb visit. Conveniences I thought the visit and... had the tone that this movie wanted. See, that's the thing, is that I felt like the visit was trying to be much more of a movie. Like, it was trying to be more important, where this movie I was guess. just trying to be a movie that yeah. a couple of dudes made that's kind of unsettling. And it is kind of unsettling. Yeah, fair, kind fair. Of unsettling and how terrible it was. I just couldn't, like... Uh, and you were like, and you were like a good forty-five minutes. In, yeah, so yeah. And I just, I realized, the like, oh, I don't get. have to keep going. Yeah, because yeah. I hate this. <laughs> and it just felt, I don't know, just it just not not. And I quite like Mark Duplass, but I didn't really like him in it. It seemed a little hammy and wackadoo every once in a while. The bathtub yeah. stuff. I was like, all right, man, what am I watching? But see, I think that that's what I liked was that. Yeah, I liked that, the bathtub. That was scene. like. What are you doing? Like yeah. this is uncomfortable. But again, well, I think that I that didn't was feel the kind uncomfortable of thing. in the way that I was intended to. <laughs> see, I, see, I totally did. I was like, "This is what a weird guy like this weird guy is trying to relate something from his childhood uh-huh. or something from a childhood or something that yeah. he thinks that people do." Kind of. No, thing. I know what they were trying to do. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I was like, that, <laughs> no, I thought that was really pulled off well. Yeah, uh, there were little moments here and there enough to keep me going. Sure. I'm never. But gonna... I could see how it could be that way, like where where it's kind of like, uh, there's nothing here for me. Yeah, yeah. It's just because uh, there just... were moments in it where I very much had that thought. Yeah. Mm. Well. Yeah. Hmm. What else? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, am I still on? Yeah, I don't know. Go. Whatever. Where we talked we about here? like five movies. Oh man, we're at 45 minutes already. All right. Uh, okay, one more movie that I watched real quick. Uh, yeah. uh, I watched a bunch of stuff, but yeah. uh, uh, one more thing I watched uh, real quick. I watched uh, the movie Dope. 
Oh, I've been. Wa- I want to watch that. Uh, oh, yeah, God, yeah. I've been it, played it this year. That. Yeah. Played yeah, 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 Sundance yeah. got mm-hmm. a big, big response. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. About, like, you know why? Because it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. it's. Super entertaining. So, for the awesome. listeners that don't know what dope is, yeah, it's a 2015 it. yeah. movie. <laughs> Only uh, dopes. It, it starts out with uh, dictionary definition of the word dope, and I'm like, I'm gonna hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it when they do that. Like, uh-huh. It's just such a weird thing, or, or just such a like hackneyed kind of trope. But but this movie sort of comes by that. Honestly, <laughs> the acting is fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to know who uh, Aesop Rocky is. Yeah, uh, as you should. Rocky. Sure. Uh, so, or as they call it on Never Not Funny, as soon as possible, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he he plays like this kind of uh, low-level drug dealer, yeah. or mid-level drug dealer, I guess. Uh, he's a great actor. He's really huh, no charming kidding. in it. But the main guy, it's basically about these uh, these three nerdy kids in present day who are obsessed with the 90s they are super obsessed with 90s hip-hop culture Mm -hmm. they're constantly talking about you know like hip-hop and at one point they're having a conversation about uh 90s hip-hop and he's like you know 90s hip-hop is like what real hip-hop was like you know it takes a nation of millions or uh uh you know the blueprint and then asar brocky's character is like uh that was like uh 1988 (laughs) and 1990 Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, so they do like they're just these really kind of three charming nerdy like super nerdy super smart kids uh, who just like super love uh, uh, 90s hip hop culture and they get mixed up in this crazy drug deal and it's a comedy and it's quite charming as a comedy. It's not like laugh out loud hilarious, yeah. but it's quite charming as a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also sort of like a chase movie. Um, uh. And I, I don't want to to yeah. spoil too much of it because yeah. it really is a movie that just kind of goes from plot point to plot point to plot point. For sure, I and will be watching this movie for sure. Yeah, absolutely, too. check this movie out because <clears throat> it is super feel good. And the main characters, the three, uh, the three um, you know nerdy kids are play. I can't remember what the the main guy's name is, which I wish I could because I feel like this guy's going to be a, a thing because he's mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. Yeah. And uh, there's him, and then there's this uh, this girl. Uh, whoever her own mistakes for a guy because she's like kind of butchy, uh, and then there's the, the the nerdy kid from the movie LOL. <laughs> if you remember, I talked about you that sure. ages didn't. and ages yeah. ago, uh, and, and I hated him so much <laughs> in LOL. But I kind of grew to like him in this movie. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't want to talk too much more about it. I just want to say, fucking see that movie. Okay, that's really great. So, Black Fly Vodka Sour Grape. Uh-huh. I may barf before the end of this episode. <laughs> How far into it are I'm you? about I'm almost done. Yeah. But it's starting yeah, to sit too. it's starting to sit like a like a like a rot in my gut. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just so just an update on Black Fly Vodka. Yeah, I'm jittery. No, I've had I'm not a lot jittery, of coffee. But it's sitting like it's like a big gross Yeah. I have, I have, uh, I have beer in the fridge, and I'm wondering if I should drink something to level me no, out. No, you don't so think much you sugar. No. Yeah. That seems like a weird plan. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Did you have anything else, Greg? Uh, uh, yeah, real quick. Also, I should say, Casey, uh, you should maybe take a, if you enjoyed his performance and stuff like that, you might want to look into uh, Aesop Brock a little bit, because uh, I know you do, you're do. you not was a big hip-hop was... guy, but you like some hip-hop, and I also know that you really like words. Was it Aesop? His vocabulary is enormous. Was I it... am a, I am a huge fan of rappers who 
have a, a respect for the clever use of the was English it, language. Take a look at his stuff. Was it ASAP Rock or ASAP Rocky? What? Oh. ASAP Rocky I, is a different rapper than oh, ASAP Rock. I thought he was talking about ASAP Rock. That's who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Was he a white guy? <laughs> Worldwide. Was he a white guy? <laughs> no, he's well, a black guy. Well, then he guy. wasn't Aesop Rock. Uh, yes, never There's mind. There's a then. dude called Aesop Rock. Yeah, we listened to one of his albums uh, yeah. on this podcast we as did. a review back in the day. Did we? Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. You you were not much into it. Yeah, but I think uh, you would like right. Aesop Rock. Oh, we listened That's to Aesop Rock. No, we listened Rocky. to Aesop Rock. Oh, oh. Wait, we listened what? to Aesop Rock's album Skeleton when oh, it came right, out in okay. 2012, mm-hmm. and it, Casey was not a big fan of it. But I think yeah. you would like Aesop Rock if you gave him more of a chance. Yeah, uh, the earlier stuff. Yeah, That's but yeah, Aesop Rocky. When he came out, I was like, I already like Aesop Rock. What's this Aesop Rocky guy? <laughs> yeah, why yeah, would I'm you not familiar. do that? Yeah, and they've acknowledged it. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not like still a still weird. Yeah. Still. Um, also, there's another rapper that they mentioned who I think is in line with ASAP Rocky or in a crew. I don't know. Uh, I'm not. Who? I don't know. Uh, and his name is Casey Veggies. Uh-huh. I found that pretty funny. <laughs> uh-uh. So what else uh, did you watch? Greg? I got to go real fast through four movies because they were all rewatches. But I've uh, been plowing through Halloween movies because yeah. it's October. I watched, uh, uh, I showed uh, Myos Halloween. Oh, shit, that's another movie I wanted to talk about. I showed uh, 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 Myos Halloween. Sweet. Yeah. Did she love it because oh, it's the best? she absolutely loved yeah, yeah. it because it's the fucking greatest. Right. We'll come back around on Halloween, I guess, because we're saving it for Halloween. Uh, we're going to watch it on Halloween when we watch the Evil Dead TV show and probably the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so let's see. What did I rewatch? You're next. Uh, ah, listen. is it still the best? Even better on uh, rewatch. Yeah, I've been waiting to show that. The Boy, is that movie fucking, fucking amazing! Love that movie. God damn it, that movie's good. It's I so think good. I like the guest more though, but I'm not sure. I like your next one. Oh man, I don't know. I, I, I can't. Very, I, I don't want to decide. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to because they're both yeah. fucking terrific movies. Yeah. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Oh, is that final? Yeah, chapter? final chapter or. Is it forty percent of the way? Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like four, three, and four. That's a nice four little is, run there. Um, Would you call Corey your... Feldman? Corey Feldman. That's right, and he's got all the like masks and stuff he makes and shit mm-hmm. like that. And you got Crispin Glover and his crazy dancing and shit like that. Would it's you call fucking... it your favorite? Ah, I don't know. I have a big, deep love for three, two, six, two, huh? Six is easily my favorite. Six is really good. Six, six is the funniest. Two has the best final. Oh, girl, six is fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's when he it's comes hilarious. back. Because five is a fucking sham, and seven is ass. You know what? <laughs> five gets five gets a really five gets a really bad rep. Yeah, but it's fun as hell. Maybe I'll it give it a rewatch. Very, I'll let you know. If you rewatch but, five, man. it is super entertaining. Five and is it's a new beginning. Yeah. Right, the one in the mental institution. Yeah, Tommy's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, it's a good time. Fucking four. You can't go wrong with four. I don't care what. I think what. four is the one I've seen the least. Really? Oh, yeah. man. It's so good. Feldman's good in it. Two I've seen the most because like every two years I would be like, oh, yeah, two. I've never seen that one. And then, <laughs> and then, and then watch exactly. it and be like, I've seen this one like eight times. Yeah, yeah. I've done that same thing. Uh, also, then in the uh, same area of films, I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors. Best one. Uh, I don't I've know about that, to... but it's I... definitely number two. I've been waiting... Oh, oh, number two in uh, the goodness of films. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the first being the first. first and third, and that like then a big gap, and then everything else. I almost like I always say that the first is my favorite, but then when I see Dream Warriors, I'm like, 
I think I, I think this I, movie's I more like, watchable. I think one, you can't not give it props for what it is and what yeah. it and produced. how it, may, it, it it rides the line yeah. between fun, crazy gore and genuinely. You see, unsettling. that's the thing. The first one has much more genuine scares in it, yeah, yeah. or really upsetting imagery. You know, yeah. Uh, ah, but you but see, that, the, there's upset. There's imagery in the third one that I think is more upsetting than anything that, in the first that, one. The topless lady, which <laughs> when that movie came out and I watched it. I was super into Topless Ladies, <laughs> and then super like, and then spitting out tongues. I said, yeah. like, I was like, "Oh God, Topless Ladies can hurt you." <laughs> I was not wow. cool with that. I, uh-huh. The 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 kid with the veins marionette, like that, that like fucked me up. Still for a yeah, long time. that's really that's maybe that's the hard. best thing in the whole yeah. movie for that stuff. But it's all a little. It's, it's super. Yeah, it's a little campy. I mean, yeah. it's great. I mean, the fucking yeah. TV thing. I mean, that's. I think that's the real turn moment yeah. with Freddy. You know, welcome to prime time, bitch. Yeah, that's really where we get super catchphrasey with him. And for sure, there's nothing that's quite as like you know the body bag in the hallway of the yeah. first one. That's the fucking glove disgusting. coming up in the bathtub. Like there's some really like whoa, yeah, horrifying shit. You know, it's 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 really great. Listen, both movies are fucking terrific, and totally. they're great companion pieces to go together. Yeah, you don't need to watch two to appreciate three, or you can just watch fucking one and three and. None of the others, if you like. Are they making another documentary about the second movie? Oh, I heard that they they're only made another... one. They've ne- well, they've never well, made they a made... documentary about the second movie. They, well, they, they made, made Never Sleep Again. Never Sleep Again. But every movie addresses the second one. But I think they're making they're making a movie called Scream, comma Queen, huh. and it's about the guy that was in the second movie, right? Who was gay in real life, and right. about how the second movie. It's like about about the sort about of like, being homosexual. I don't know huh. overt uh, homosexual yeah. overtones. And or so the undertones. I guess the documentary is about how he is like a scream queen, but he's like the male scream queen because he's right. gay and he's the right. guy from the second one, which was a big homophobe like homophobia kind of themed movie. Right. So looks like, interesting. That's, yeah, that's, that's super yeah. interesting. Um, and then the last uh, thing I saw for rewatch stuff was uh, well, I rewatched Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, um, I keep meaning to rewatch that. Man, so is that the last time I watched it? Movie. I found it really boring. Well, you're wrong. Yeah, I find <laughs> you like boring. I, I watched it in college uh-huh. and fucking totally loved it. Yeah. and then I watched it again, and maybe I was just in like a real contrarian phase or whatever. But I was like, yeah, they could have trimmed this a bit. Nah, man, it's not even very long. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's like two hours. It's just very measured. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a stunning movie. It's beautifully shot. The performances are fucking fantastic. The building tension is so good. The way, the way, the way everything kind of, uh, I don't know. The way the bottom drops out for everything at the end is so satisfying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a terrific movie. It's just one of those special little things that I don't know yeah. you can possibly recreate. Yeah. Uh, they tried with the miniseries, of course. And I just realized I had no idea there's a sequel. Called, no, me either. Uh, look what that? happened to Rosemary's Baby. Is it like a TV movie? That sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. Starring fucking Stephen McHattie. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've never anyway, seen it. Anyway, the whole thing's on YouTube, and I'm going to watch it this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I got to know. Yeah. Does he play the Mia Farrow character? Or? Yeah. <laughs> or the baby? He's the baby. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Ruth Gordon's in it, though. She's the only no way, really. carryover of the cast. She won the fucking, she won the Oscar being for, fucking amazing. Yeah, she's, oh, man, she's so Do good. you think there would be enough interest for a live event where you only played sequels to movies that, like, nobody knows about? Like, or, like, like the jerks, the jerk TV show? Yeah, like the pilot for the oh, jerk TV yeah, yeah. show, right, right. or the, the Uncle Buck TV the Uncle show, Buck TV show uh, Blazing, Blazing Saddles <laughs> TV show. Because there's a lot of like they try to turn things into TV shows, yeah. Like yeah. And for, so whether many movie more or, than you realize, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. I would do that. 
Um, the only other thing I saw, I don't want to talk about because we're already an hour in. I yeah. saw Steve's jo- Steve Jobs. No, I thought I saw Steve's job. I saw Steve's job. <laughs> <laughs> I went and watched my buddy Steve do his job for a yeah. while, <laughs> and I was like, "Steve, you suck at this job." Yeah. Hey, Steve, pick it up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> get type faster, Steve. <laughs> um, Steve Jobs. Uh, I saw that. I, I very much enjoyed it, but uh, it has some flaws, and yeah. maybe when some other people, when you guys check it out, if you do, it, whether yeah. it be on Netflix or in the theaters, we'll talk yeah. about it a bit more. Did they show yeah. you how that shark made that phone? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? That's a throwback to a Matt Cauley uh, yeah. design. Oh, my God. I can't mm. believe I totally uh, yeah. forgot Jaws, about that. the shark made phone. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about that at some point, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, One more. I'd rather talk about it with you guys than just say what I thought of it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. One more super quick thing, uh-huh. uh, because I've been showing my, it's like, you know, uh, a shit ton of horror movies kind of thing. She wanted, yeah. she was like, well, what's a horror movie that I've seen that you haven't that I want to show you? She was like, oh, you know what? Download Final Destination. A movie oh, I've yes. been waiting, first that I haven't fucking seen, and, and I've always been like, I should watch that movie. Yeah, man. So I watched that movie. That's a great I like that yeah, movie yeah. a lot. It's pretty fucking it's good. It's very it's fun. Really, really fun movie. When yeah. I saw that in theaters, That's it was like, are good. yeah. Well, I download, because you, you can't download download um legally you can't download one without downloading five for some reason right, okay. so i downloaded five of them so you need to watch one. number two mm-hmm. number two it go- for me number two is amazing the opening scene everybody talks about it the car crash at the beginning is amazing yeah, yeah. better than anything in one although i think one for me is a, as a movie is a little bit more it just because it, it has that kind of nineties thriller thing, but it, but really it has does. a real high concept. Yeah. But it's but it's not uh, it's not like you know I know what you did last summer, yeah. which is a fucking snooze fest. No oh, god, uh, it's not like that kind of nineties thriller where it's like we're all hip and very sexy mm. and that nothing's going on. <laughs> that guy's got a hook. Yeah, uh, it's it's like not it's not that kind of boring. It's not it it's it moves along really nicely. It, yeah, because like and, nobody and I know what you did last summer was like. We have a problem. Now let's figure it out. Whereas I feel like a lot of Final Destination's success is like they're in a situation they don't know how to comprehend. Let's work together. Figure the, out what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing is, like, the main character has – he's like, I have this theory and th- this is – yeah. But the but death doesn't necessarily follow that theory, yeah. which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. But the theory kind of works sometimes. Yeah, man. I, I yeah. It's, it's a, good it's a time. fun little underdog uh, yeah, for sure. uh, movie. It's fun to watch more than once, too, because the uh, opening all, credits are all uh, Easter eggs. Yeah. And there's all kinds of little hints and weird things yeah. throughout the movies. Yeah. Is that right? Like little yeah. clues and things of what's going to happen to somebody. Like there's this like, yeah, it's. Yeah. Like in the opening credits of the shit, first man. one, there's like a uh, like a thing points at somebody's head or something. And then it's like the character that gets his head chopped off later. Yeah. It's like all these little like, I mean, not like depth, not in deep things, but yeah. it's kind of like fun little, fun, fun little mean, winks. For, yeah. Yeah. For, for a little horror movie like this was, that's super fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was very delighted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at 59 oh, minutes. Let's oh, my get God. The fuck. Let's get to Film Roulette. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Or something that we are excited about. This week, Casey and I went and saw Goosebumps, but the loser has to watch something that we have deemed shitty for the week. This week, Greg watched Monkey Bones, uh, the Just Monkey Bone. There's not many. Monkey There's Bone. Only one. 
Uh, the claymation live action hybrid from 2000? Sure. Whatever. Anyway. 2000. Um, uh-huh. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Greg was the loser again, and he gave us a Barbara Streisand album. Yeah, I've to lost to. five times in a row. Yeah. So we will do that, talk about the movie, talk about the albums, mm-hmm. and uh, we will roll for next week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll do it all over again. Casey, yeah, we went and we saw Goosebumps. Goosebumps. This uh, is a 2015 film starring Jack Black and some younger um, actors that I didn't really know too much. I feel like some of them have been in this and that kind of movies. Possibly. But yeah. Um, and a big supporting cast. I'm loading this here so I can get the synopsis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So For me, a, a big supporting cast of people that I was surprised to see. Yeah, I didn't expect to see Amy Ryan. Yeah. I love Amy Ryan. She's always great. Directed by Rob Letterman and as described on IMDb as a teenager teams up with the daughter of a young adult hor- with the daughter of young adult horror author R.L. Stein after the writer's imaginary demons are set free on the town of Madison, Delaware. This is getting about 60% on Metacritic, so a little bit above average. Um based on the books obviously who which were hugely popular with kids about my age, 90s kid, like late 80s, early 90s kids. Well, from the sounds of it, they were very popular with you. Yeah. You were a big reader. I, I read things. a lot of these books uh, yeah. at the time of their release. I I feel like I was a little too old for this I kind of thing. too old for them. Right. Because they kept going, and I was well, like, we all see did. you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're coming into this movie with more of a like... Completely fresh. Yeah. Super fresh. Uh, super dope super dope (laughs) and I'm kind of coming in now I wasn't like chomping at the bit for this to be adapted into movies but you did seem you you like from the but the idea was exciting for yeah from the from the time this was announced you seemed very positive I was very like I hope this doesn't suck I hope this is fun yeah I I like the idea of what Goosebumps stands for which is like a kind of introduction to spooky things because it wasn't like R.L. Stein started doing things like I think he did Fear Street or in that realm of like Christopher Pike kind of like not for ki- like young young kids whereas yeah. Goosebumps was aimed even a little bit younger. I read a Christopher Pike book or two I think when yeah. I was a kid. Now like those came Fear before Street and yeah. Uh I guess uh sure. Yeah. Um, like a little bit more sk- like murder scary whereas i feel like goosebumps were more like monsters and fun and mummies yeah and, and, and nobody's and, yeah. nobody's gonna get killed but yeah. somebody might skin their knee <laughs> yeah yeah what yeah or if they get killed uh, <laughs> at the end of the book it'll be revealed they were just being kept somewhere and now they're <laughs> they, on their back turns out they were just kidding yeah <laughs> uh, okay so um so you going into it with context me going into it with no context yeah. What uh, did it did it fulfill your expectation? Uh, I, I think I went into this movie optimistic and and hopeful, mm-hmm. and and I think I I got what I wanted out of this movie. I think it's as good as a Goosebumps movie as we were ever likely to get. I think there are things about it that I had big problems with that I allowed myself to recognize as problems and yeah. and not overlook, but be like. But I had fun. Yeah, yeah, because it's a bad movie. It's is it? Yeah, I don't I, now. I, I, this is a movie that does the bare minimum that it needs to do to be considered a quote unquote movie. Absolutely, <laughs> this movie does not. This movie caters directly to. Two younger people. audiences. Yeah. Uh, younger audiences who don't really care. They just want to hear fresh-faced teens say, 
moderately clever things or things like little jokes that they've heard other fresh-faced teens say on TV shows and, mm-hmm. and whatever else children watch. Um, and, and, and there's a, the quota of that, of barely clever. Now, the main kid in this is uh, like a cardboard stand-up of a human being. <laughs> I don't know what... Like, What's he I, from? Is he... Uh, who is that kid? I know no idea. Like, no idea. See, I like, felt like the, the main character... I felt like the people in the movie carried it for me. See, I didn't like... I, I thought... I thought the for the three main characters, I felt like they had good chemistry. I really they were charming. I really didn't like any of them. I, I thought the girl was all right. She was trying to have some sort of charisma. I thought that the the comic relief kid was insanely annoying. I thought I, he I, might I, as well have been the kid from the visit. I didn't mind him, um, and I like the kid from the visit. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> He's um, not. I, I don't find him as aggressively like trying to do something as the kid in the uh, visit because that kid's like I'm the rapper and that's my thing. Yeah, and I I don't know. I found for the first chunk of this movie, for the first like 15 minutes of this movie, I was like, okay, they're actually kind of nailing the Amblin sort of thing. And and I was really, really enjoying I, it for a while. I fully agree because this movie has a measured pace from the very beginning. Like really? it doesn't because get I didn't too, think that. I, I, I don't think that it, it, it doesn't jump too quickly. You're right. No, it doesn't jump too quickly. Into into the madness and it tries to set up relationships. It yes. tries to set up a relationship between the kid and his uh and the girl he's got a crush on. And the neighbor on. and like right. and his mom. And I found like all of that stuff I really liked right up until the point where they go to the um the fair. Yeah. And I even liked that because I thought that was such I, a I thought it was really sweet. It was such a like Oh, this is for kids. So if I was a kid watching a movie, I'd be like, "What if there was a fair in the woods that I could like own?" And, and I loved looked, all of that. It looked great, but I did think that, and I even loved how this movie gets to the monsters. But I, I think the one of the biggest downfalls to this movie is that once it gets, once it dispenses with like a pretty good setup and a pretty good foundation, and the monsters start coming, it's not that the movie is like awful or anything, but the movie decides to be a sort of repetitive oh no a monster let's run away okay then we'll have a funny beat okay yeah. then we'll have a dramatic beat a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And then, oh no, another monster. Uh, Let's run away. So okay, Jum- a funny Jumanji. beat. Okay, a- yeah. Uh, it in felt a, in a sense, very yeah. much like Jumanji, yeah. except for I think Jumanji is a better constructed movie. Where this, this I think really uh, um, 
Sorry, I was really looking what? for something here. Uh, uh, this movie really depended on on nostalgia or you to be a dumb kid who who doesn't care that much about the way a movie was made because it has a lot of the requisite jokes and it has a lot of the uh, you know cool effects and stuff like that. The effects were all right. I have to say, but it was did you see a, this in 3D? Yes, I did. Yeah, I saw this in 3D. I, I the the effects were 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 good for me because I think there's a level I think if you see this movie not in 3D you would be like what garbage effects but I think this movie is designed to have a la- a layer of not distraction but of like distance because with the 3D you're able to say this is like a roller coaster ride it, it only has the graphics only have to be this good or the effects only have to be so good it's the like the fun of it yeah so i can say like okay well that abominable snowman was only okay but like he looks good enough for me to have these glasses on yeah yeah absolutely except for the gnomes which i fucking loved the gnomes were fucking great i wanted more felt a little bit more uh stop motiony yeah uh and there was something cool about the clunky way that they moved and execution of that like with their necks crickling around and stuff if it was only that i would have been way more i wanted more but i was not at any point offended by this movie no. i was like this movie is really reaching its target audience yeah uh and it's not I'm, me yeah i was i got i got a little bored uh i felt see i wasn't watching this movie like it needs to be play playing to my nostalgia because i don't care if they reference the right books or whatever i don't care that they like I didn't care if they, like, put X monster in or Y monster or if they said this monster or that monster. Right. So I do agree that, like, by the middle of the movie, I was like, okay, you've established a holding pattern that this movie is holding to. Yeah. I, I wish that they had just done a little bit more for variety. I think well, take, I two, like... take two of the chase scenes and turn them into, like, a spooky scene in the dark and then turn one of them into, like, oh, you know, the zombie scene and the thing could have just been them dealing with zombies it like turned two of these scenes into anything but let's run away it felt and the like movie it was would have aping, been like when you when better. you say when you say like it had that kind of amblin that amblin thing it felt like it was specifically aping like a chris columbus type thing mm-hmm. where it's really mm-hmm. kinetic and yeah. and and it's really like we're running the whole time <laughs> yeah um, why did they even do this why not are none of these stories good enough to be movies well, are they the, not long that's, enough that's or the thing that i wonder like a three-story anthology movie and i felt like it kind of did did the stories themselves themselves a disservice in that being somebody who has no idea who the dummy is or why yeah. he's scary or who these aliens who show up and freeze people why they're scary uh or why they're entertaining in any way i feel like none of the characters are served like yeah i can see that I, i'm not given why i should have cared about the book to be for me with. why was what did the dummy do what did the aliens do yeah. what did the abomin like what's something about them it's just they show up and go ah remember yeah. him for me no either. i don't yeah. <laughs> yeah no i don't at all I, tell um, me why i should have remembered yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I loved the idea of the movie and the conceit of the conceit of the movie because for me it's like the idea of a kid moving to a town and next door is this guy who writes horror books and and he's got his all of his monsters locked up like that could have been a goosebumps book like that's the right. kind of plot that you would find in a goosebumps book so i like that but uh, i understand what you mean for me i don't even know who i don't remember the the aliens and like i know the dummy was one but i don't remember what his story was yeah. but i knew that there was a book with a dummy but yeah i know i know what you mean I just I, wish I read a couple of books with dummies. dummies. <laughs> I just wish that 
with the people that they had on the outskirts of this movie, like Jillian Bell, who, when the fuck is she going to get her own leading role movie? Because she is so goddamn funny. Was she the aunt? Yes. I did not I care think for she her. is so funny. She what was else? great in 22 Jump Street as the roommate. That was her? Yeah. And she's great in Workaholics. Oh. Yeah, I didn't care for I her. I thought at she all. was so funny, and I thought uh, Ken Marino is so underused. He was so underused, uh, and the mom was underused Amy too. Amy Ryan, like, there should have been so much more with her relationship with the kid. Now, maybe and again, with Ken Marino. Uh, maybe, maybe this is just me, uh, like, c- because you mentioned it kind of had an Amblin kind of feeling. Yeah, and I feel like the connection between the mom and the son could have been so much better. They tried to do that. They yeah. did. They just didn't. Spend I mean, they time set it up it. and then they knock it down at the end, but they yeah. never get to it in the middle. They and just do the it. Problem. They just paint it by the numbers. Yeah, uh, Cause, and, cause and that's I a want... shame because Amy Ryan, like I, I love her. I think she's, yeah, she's great, boundlessly talented, and she was. I feel like she was the heart of this movie. Yeah, she was the likable, relatable character. Oh, you know who I absolutely loved. This is why I wanted to look that up. Was uh, the cops? Yes, they were uh, great. Amanda Lund. Oh, she was. Was. So funny as yeah. the cop that's like always, you know, ready to fly off the handle. Uh, yeah, that but she, she's also learning. Like yeah. she's trying trying to learn from. Uh, and I wanted to look up the other guy's name because he's from like Veep and stuff like yes, that. Yes, he's like the guy in Veep who's like the gopher kind of guy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I can't. He was on an episode of Never Not Funny once. Uh, yeah, Timothy he, Simons. He's re- super funny in this. Um, he, they. I was disappointed when they get kind of fantastic. pushed to the side. I wanted. I really wanted more of them. this. What this movie needs to do is take about fifteen or twenty minutes of its chase scenes from the center of the movie and give that running time to non-action scenes. Like I want to see Jillian Bell dealing with the the poodle at the house for like 10 minutes i want to i want to see build those characters yeah i want ken marino and the mom at the dance doing non-horror things like dealing with the dance and yeah like the the monday the monday and and show me the dance so that when the dance spoiler comes in again yeah like when when it gets sort of invaded by by uh the the crazy there's people there we can be like what's going on we can we can genuinely care about the fat kid who you know is in traction by the end of it yeah although Um, that was funny i i laughed at that that kid <laughs> uh, yeah, th- that's a thing. There's, an, it's not a terrible movie. No, I ha- it's certainly like, not a movie for me. I got tired really during the middle, the but I, I, for me, I laughed quite. I actually found myself laughing at a lot of things, even though a lot of it was easy stuff. I laughed throughout. Yeah, when when I did get, bo- get like start to get kind of bored. I was able to be like, well, anyway, because the mo- when the movie does do a good chase scene, they're pretty good chase scenes. For, yeah, they're, a couple they're of them bad. are great, and there, a couple of them aren't that great. Where I was like, um, I feel like it was a little underdirected. Where it was like, uh, you need to establish what we're running from. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of times, we're just running from something monsters. Yeah, uh, like like give, give us a real threat yeah. kind of thing. But there's a couple of scenes where they really do establish that. Yeah, it all balances out. Yeah, for me, this is like a light recommend because I, I found th- it's the season, so I was a little bit easier on this movie just because I was seeing a fun thing with monsters in it. Yeah. And I thought, even though Jack Black, um, his his accent, I don't know what it was. It was wavery was a little. He doing? But I still was like, it's Jack Black doing the Jack Black thing, and it makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will always be entertained. Yeah. I think Jack Black is 
like across the board one of the most entertaining human beings he can sell, that's ever lived. He can sell a thing that's not funny. Like yeah. there's there's beats in this movie where like he's getting pulled into the into the um fire and he's trying to go <laughs> to the, like yeah. the blow it out and you're like okay that's the easiest that gag would be ever. So but I'm like, dumb if Jack it Black. wasn't Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> like the the fact that he can commit to literally anything he's doing and commit so fucking yeah like a hundred percent i think is the reason he has such a beautiful singing voice yeah uh, I, there's some correlation there but uh but yeah that guy is insanely entertaining he's fun to watch yeah eh, this movie's eh. yeah if no, you have I, kids, I think that. if you have kids that, that like are this. around this this uh, uh age yeah, yeah show it's them a movie, that they'll fucking love it you'll <laughs> take your kids to it and you won't hate it yeah. yeah you won't be like this is a phenomenal movie but you'll be like i laughed a few times yeah hey <laughs> yeah and then and like i was saying like uh i think last week like your kids i think will really love it like mm-hmm. I, I think they'll really get a lot out of it so then by yeah. proxy i think you will as well i hmm. could see the gnomes being the minions of this if this was like a franchise which is why they should have focused on them i know i want like i wanted more of that because that whole scene with the gnomes i was like wow this is fun and well executed yeah yeah and it's basically gremlins with gnomes but the way that they've designed them is just so cool and they crumble and get back up like Terminator. because they're because the and and also they're happy little gnomes yeah (laughs) and they're and they're coming after you yeah i would have liked separate ways to defeat each monster yeah you know oh sorry i don't know if that's a Whatever. spoiler thing too but the monsters get go back in the books and this it becomes kid? uh what's that you gotta put them all back in the book or something basically no, yeah basically but, yeah okay yeah basically you like uh ghostbuster trap them with a book uh, not really but basically <laughs> but yeah. Sort of, yeah whatever all the books get destroyed and it's like how are we gonna get them back in the book oh like, my like, god yeah. i would have liked them to to create a mythology like where it's like oh well i don't know how to 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 de- destroy these gnomes kind of thing. Oh, well, there's this thing. Yeah. Like, zero yeah. in on your monsters, people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We uh-huh. talked yeah. a long time about yeah. that movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, before we get to Monkey Bone, I'd like to apologize to Casey if I talked over you at all, and also for the listener if I talked over you at all, because I don't remember a single thing we just said. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I Me am too. on cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I went. We paused, and I, so I could go to the washroom, and I went upstairs, and I said, "What did I just talk about?" I know, and yet I feel like I feel exactly the same way. I don't know what is in that fucking drink, but I also feel like it's possible, like I, that we cracked that movie wide open. In, in my in my mind, our conversation about goosebumps was goosebumps and yet also I feel like we were perfectly eloquent. <laughs> Perhaps not. No. It's well, Greg brought us beer because that's what we need now. Yeah. Let's dump yeah. some of that on we this. We paused and Greg was like, "Let's calm you two down." Yeah. And uh so now we're going to hear uh, Greg yeah. talk a little bit about the film Monkey Bone. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to load this up on IMDb here. Uh it's taking a little while. Sure. Um, had you ever seen Monkey Bone no. before? No. No? No, no, because it was a Brendan Fraser, Chris Kattan joint. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this was pseudo-related to the movie that you watched last week, because it was also about a monkey. Right. Um, this movie came out in 2001, uh-huh. um, starring, as you mentioned, Brendan Fraser. Uh, it's also got Bridget Fonda, mm-hmm. John Turturro, mm-hmm. and more, directed... Mm-hmm. By Henry Selick, who actually has done a lot of amazing films. He did uh, Nightmare, Before Nightmare Before Christmas, Christmas uh, yeah. James and the Giant, James and the Giant Peach. Peach, Coraline, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. more. Uh, as... He's got a good track record. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are all very good movies. Yeah. So, 
IMDb describes the plot as, In a coma, a cartoonist finds himself trapped within his own underground creation and must find a way to get back while racing against his popular but treacherous character, Monkey Bone. Obviously, Brendan Fraser plays the titular, not titular, but the cartoonist, and then Monkey Bone plays the titular Monkey Bone. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, so, they actually got Monkey Bone. Yeah, they, they got bone? Monkey Bone. Yeah, Good. they got him. Yeah, uh, they got Monkey Bone. Uh, Is Monkey Bone's voice uh, anybody famous? Yeah, John Turturro. Oh, okay. Yeah, really. Which I did not realize until I got bored halfway through and read IMDb and went, oh. Now, uh, spoiler alert: I got bored halfway you through. Got bored halfway through. <laughs> so yeah. Um, boy, this is a difficult movie to watch. So yeah. this is yeah, is Whoopi Goldberg in this? Yes, yeah, she is. Okay, um, she plays Chris Kattan. <laughs> so I'm watching this thing, and it is it. Well, there's a myriad of things that are wrong with it. First thing is that it's the time it's set in doesn't fit with the kind of tone they're going for. There's this sort of like, uh, like just crazy for crazy's sake and art and anti-establishment sort of 90s mess going on. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Um, but it's made in 2001, so it just doesn't quite fit right. Yeah, it doesn't like feel right. But where where politics of, were more of an aesthetic than the yeah, than, yeah. Than ethos. Yeah. And yeah, it, it felt really dated for its time. And everyone kind of looks a little 90s. This movie really should have been made in like 93 or something like that if it was going to try and catch some sort of like cult Dark audience. World, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, uh, this, cool I world. thought about yeah, Cool World right. throughout this movie. Yeah. I'm like, this is just as big a mistake. Um, <laughs> so it's tonally off, doesn't feel right, and it just like it's it's like has this swagger of like, no man, don't sell out or something <laughs> <laughs> that I couldn't buy into. So that's already a problem. Uh, and then you have Brendan Fraser, who's I, I feel like I pull for often. Like I want him to. I've got nothing against. Well. Yeah, I Fraser. like him. I I think he's. Uh, uh, it's amazing that he was able to pull a career out of Encino Man. Yeah, you know, because uh, that's a terrible movie. But he's not. <laughs> hey, man, terrible don't waste in the it. Juice. Uh, no, he's just sorry. I was <laughs> before the, I was, the movie came out. I did nothing but waste. Yeah, the that's juice. all I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all of the juice in my house wheezed. was wheezed. I know. Wheezed I was like, dry. I don't want to go see that movie. I want to stay home and wheeze this juice. <laughs> no one's juicy. No one's, no this one's juice juicy. Is, this, this juice is sitting here, not wheezed. Um. <laughs> So, I don't want to, and I feel bad, like really ripping on him. But he's terrible in this movie because he's he's not he's just they're just making him punch way above his weight because it's the kind of thing where you have to be Jim Carrey or no one to pull this off. Uh, I I just got a vision of him trying to do something slapsticky, and it seems embarrassing. Yeah, like imagine someone who doesn't have that sort of like rubber face or comedic timing trying to run around and do the mask, but without any of the CGI or makeup. But didn't they try to make him that kind of thing? I mean, didn't he do a lot of like Tarzan and and yeah? Uh, He's got uh, a sense of physicality to him. Which one's the Mountie? Uh, him. Okay. <laughs> I meant the character, yeah, I know but that's yeah, fine. Uh, Dudley Do-Right? Dudley Do-Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't they try to give him a lot of kind yeah, of they really uh, did cartoony type of stuff? Yeah, they really did quite understand. Like, he did, understand he definitely either. did physical stuff in, like, Encino Man, but nowhere else was this, you know, uh, par for the course with him. Yeah. So it's I really hard he, to watch him run around and do this kind of sort yeah. of wacky shit. He's good in roles, I feel like, where he has, like, a serious face but isn't being taken serious. Yeah. Like, like yeah. in The Mummy. He's quite good in The Mummy. I really he's like He's just right the for mummy, that yeah. franchise. Just right. And he, I think he's part of the reason for its success. Yeah. Um, But this is not good. He was really funny in School Ties. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um. 
So what's going on here is he is this artist, and he was super depressed, and things weren't going good. And then his girlfriend told him to start drawing with his left hand instead of his right. And then that's when he became, instead of being a serious artist, started cartooning. And he came up with a character called Monkey Bone that's now going to be a very big TV show. And he's all weirded out about it being marketed, man. And I'm like... He doesn't seem to care about the integrity of the character because it is just this like thing he won off, and now he's going to make a bunch of money for. And it's just none of it makes sense, like the anti-success yeah. uh, angle of the movie. <laughs> I understand. Anyway, that. he winds up in a car accident, a which puts him in a coma, and then you're in his dream world or something like that. Where I thought initially, I'm like, oh, so we're going to get stuck in his subconscious and see all this shit, but it's not really. He's actually somewhere else. Like uh, a place where they view dreams and stuff like that. And it's a big wackadoo. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is there playing some kind of devil guy with tiny legs. I enjoyed that, watching him run around with his tiny legs. But the only thing I enjoyed. <laughs> I'm sorry. And a weird Did looking... they give him weird little tiny yeah, legs? Yeah, he looks he got like a little... like just commenting is... on Giancarlo No, no, Esposito's. as a man, he's fine. He's put together like a human. Yeah. No, and this, he's got these tiny little legs with hooves. He's got kind of a devil vibe going on. Anyway. So he's trapped down there and Monkey Bone's there. That's why I thought this would be his subconscious because Monkey Bone's there. Which is his creation, and it's yeah. really irritating and not funny and doesn't work. Uh, and that could be the representation of his selling out kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, something, anything like that. But that's just really not the case. They're just there. And so, yeah. uh, the, but then he's trying to get back up because there's a way you can get a ticket to go back home to your body. But Monkey Bone steals his ticket and goes back up into his body. And this is where we get the really bad physical comedy thing because now he's got to run around. Brendan Fraser has to run around being Monkey Controlled Bone. Controlled by Monkey Bone. Right. In his body, which is just a... Ugh. And then, so he's guess, down there, and he runs into other people who have had this happen to them, like other, like, horror... And, you know, Poe's there, and, but then, like, Jack the Ripper. I'm like, I don't think you understand how this... Anyway. Uh, and Stephen King is there, and Stephen King's like, oh, Cujo did the same thing to me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Cujo's not a wacky talking dog. He's just a dog who went crazy and tried to kill his family because yeah. he got rabies. Yeah. That doesn't... He's got demon rabies. Doesn't check out. Uh, Stephen King is actually there? Yeah. It's not really Stephen King. It's just a guy who's vaguely looks like him. Oh, okay. So right, they got they didn't get Jack the Ripper either. So. Yeah. They didn't get him. Apparently, uh, Stephen King was supposed to be that role. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was, couldn't or something. They wouldn't pay him a coke. Oh, man. I'm just exhausted yeah. thinking about this movie. So anyway, so then the but, but what, really what Monkey Bone... Then it's just like, okay, so Monkey Bone stole his body or whatever. But then it's this whole plot of like Monkey Bone's got to spread this fucking chemical around to make people have nightmares so that they can be entertained in the nightmare world or wherever that fucking Brendan Fraser is. And Giancarlo Esposito is, like, forcing him to do that, but because they've made these monkey bone toys that fart this powder, he's like, oh, I'll put the thing in that, and then everyone, when they fart the toys, they'll have nightmares. Sorry. <laughs> I just have to hang out with... <laughs> I have to hang out with the phrase, fart, fart the toys for a second. All right, continue. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. And so I'm watching this, and I'm just like, oh, this is terrible. Just stop trying so hard. Yeah, it sounds like ambitious. The whole thing is just grabbing. It sounds really ambitious. This is fun! Aren't we having fun? It does seem like a wildly imaginative person made a mess of a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. But it sounds compelling. It sounds like like I might actually watch it. No, 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 don't. Really? Um, and it's I'm not, watching it, and I'm like, compelling about it. and then I'm like, "Hey, man, where's Chris Kattan?" And I was like, "Maybe I got lucky, and he's not really in this because I don't really remember the trailers and stuff like that." And I'm like, "I thought he was on the cover, but then I was looking at a poster, and, and it's just Brendan Fraser." I'm like, "I don't know why I thought that." And then he's then because Brendan Fraser sneaks up into a body, but he sneaks into Chris Kattan's body, who's just died, 
And so like his neck like is broken. Part. Yeah. <laughs> his neck is broken and stuff like that. So he's got to run around and do physical comedy where like his body's all messed up. And it's just, I've seen people do stuff like this and have it really, really work. Do weird things and have them hold and be consistent, like uh, uh, Vincent, like Vincent D'Onofrio in Black. Men in Black. Yeah, like that's yeah. a hell of a fucking performance, you know, like really weird shit. Yeah. Or just cons- like know how to turn your body in a way and keep it like and sell it. Like uh, we we're you know totally different vibe, but when we were talking about Dawn of the Dead uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Flyboy when he mm-hmm. becomes a zombie at the end, like that weird leg thing he does is just so whoa, and you just lock into it. He's got a set of rules that yeah, he abides. And by. this is I'm just essentially watching Mango run around, you know, and just. Oh, God. <laughs> what a I don't dark think, time. I don't think there's any... A dark time in Saturday Night Live, for oh, sure. Man, I don't worst. think there's anything more disappointing than the success of Chris Kattan. <laughs> the, even the limited success of yeah, Chris yeah, Kattan. Yeah, not good. Anyway, so then I was like, oh, now he's here. So Brendan Fraser is monkey bone, while Chris Kattan is Brendan Fraser inside him trying to stop. But, you know, and they fight with each other, and they're running around, and then they fall off a thing, and they both die, and then they're... Di- and so they're, they're in the, the death world, because Whoopi Goldberg is death, and... Then she decides to send them back, and like, oh God, it's just, it's like, I don't, I don't even know what it's like. It's a big fucking mess of colors and shit like that. This really like trying so hard to be imaginative and weird, and like, and it really reeks of half-assed Tim Burton ideas. And but it's that's just, always that. There's always been that sort of uh, Tim, and and not just because well, once, of like the Nightmare Before Christmas. But. No, no. But once Beetlejuice and Peewees happened, like there was, if you wanted to be weird in your movie, you made it look like that. Yeah, and oh, that, 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 that was lasted thing for about fifteen, the, twenty years. You know, the beginning of Goosebumps is that I was like, ugh, this reeks of the beginning of uh, like the the opening shots of uh, Beetlejuice, uh-huh. and this music is just a really watered down uh, Danny Elfman. Right, and then at the end they were like, music by Danny Elfman. Oh, like, I <laughs> see. I was like. Like I'm so I, when it started, I was like, I'm glad they got Danny Elfman. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's the wrong people doing the wrong things in the wrong movie. <laughs> There's what's the odd lo- thing that looks okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because Henry Selick is super talented. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a design on this uh, bartender that's like a weird. Like I thought that like this is his weird. I thought what was going on is that he was in this world of like his dreams and his artwork and stuff like that, and like the weird mishmash of that. And I mean, there is some of that there, but not really, because it just isn't consistent with it. And there's this yeah. uh, bartender bull thing that like looks super cool. It's really a good mixture of makeup and claymation. And, right? Yeah, and I, I feel like, like I've seen that looks still that. pretty neat. That looks like a draw. That looks like a doodle drawing that's tending bar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's okay. um, but yeah, I couldn't recommend this for any kind of reason to anyone. It sounds like um, like have you ever seen Synecdoche, New York? Yeah. Uh, like, you know how that movie, how, like, when Spike Jones directs a Charlie Kaufman script, it's very Charlie Kaufman, but it's tempered with Spike Jones, and then Synecdoche, New York comes along, and it's very Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> yeah. It's super in-your-face Charlie Kaufman, but it's pretty good, but it's also yeah. so good in its ambition. I kind of felt like that was, the, like, this maybe would be that with Henry Selleck, yeah. but But also, like, not. there's nothing, this movie doesn't have anything in it. You can't make anything if you want to make something this bizarre, and it, it's either got to be way more bizarre than this, or it really has to have some kind of underlying message. Right, and there's none of that. It's literally like I could just if I had a stuffed toy here and I just shook it in front of your like, <laughs> well, got you all hopped up on drugs yeah, and then yeah. shook it in front of your face for twenty minutes saying you're having a great time. <laughs> yeah, that's this. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, you know, let's give that a shot. We'll yep. see what happens. I'll come over to your house. I'll wake you up. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm asleep. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll come over when you're sleeping. All right. Uh-huh. Just pour some drugs in my face. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how people do drugs. It was, uh, it took me a long time to get through this movie because it was mercifully on Netflix, but also that meant uh, I could stop. Yeah. And yeah. I did. Or, and I fell asleep. It took about four runs to make it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually had to watch. I've had to stop a couple of movies. Yeah. And then watch, like, Son of Mask was very much like sure, that. Sure, sure. Wow, that's four it, times. Yeah, yeah. This is some garbage. That is exhausting. Yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. speaking of exhausting, yes. you yes. gave us an album to listen to. I certainly did. Last week, uh, you gave us an album called Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. dot, 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 and Other Musical Instruments. That's right. Which released. is such a fucking pompous name for an album. <laughs> released in 1973, uh, the material on this album was drawn from her fifth television special, which mm-hmm. had aired earlier in the same year, uh, and was also one of her least successful albums. Uh, the idea here is that she would be singing some of her 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 popular songs as well as some standards, all while the instruments were sort of toying with different genres and different right. uh, yeah, regions they, of music. Of, yeah, but they didn't. But they didn't really. That was the fucking thing about this album. That's <laughs> that's well, okay. The most annoying thing about this album is that it's Barbra Streisand, yeah. and she's the worst. But the thing is, there would be like a sitar, there would be like kind of like a a, a sort of culture-specific uh, uh, instrument, but it's all basically playing the same arrangements. Mm-hmm. Like, the arrangements themselves were pretty whitewashed. Yeah. This is a boring fucking album. It's real boring. Yeah. Um. The best thing I can say about this album is that every once in a while, because I like some of this kind of music sure. from time to time, like I really yeah, yeah, like yeah. Peggy Lee. Peggy Lee's one of my favorites, and, and I can get behind like a jazzy kind of vocal standard once in a while. Yeah. So it, there was there was one or two moments where I was like, I can understand this. I was this. curious, because I, I, I threw on a little bit of it, because I was, I was sort of like, well, what did I give them? Because I, yeah. I just picked this out of random off of looking at lists of like weird or horrible albums. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, maybe there'll be something here, because there's Barbra Streisand songs that are all right. Yeah. Woman in Love, that's a mm-hmm. fucking jam. But <laughs> It is. No, I agree with Craig. That's, that's a fucking yeah, jam. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, but, but doesn't but, her voice just get right up your spine? With some, so, with some songs, yeah. yes. On something like Women in Love, I'm like, no, I'm down with this. This is just a well-sung good pop yeah, song. Yeah, there's, there was but, a yeah, few moments on this there album is where so I was much like, like, I'm I can... so very good at singing. Yeah, I can't, hear, <laughs> I can't hear anything else from her voice is that it's so mannered. It's so technical. Yeah. And it's very uh, uh, arrogant. Yes. See, I hear like... Of, I don't hear any freedom or art in her voice. I hear her trying to do sort of like a quirk, especially on this album because there's times like it's, on the like on the interlude where she's like trying to be funny about like saying oh uh, monologue. I'm gonna have a monologue and I'd like to do some poetry. Oh really? And she's like, or or on the opening song where it's like the. Um, uh, the piano practicing thing where she's going from yeah, yeah, yeah. talking to super fast singing and it, you can hear her trying to be kind of like I'm quirky though and kind of and kind of trying to be like a comedian songstress the, and yeah. the conceit of it is that it's all off the cuff but it all feels painfully rehearsed yeah 
Like she knew every little thing that she was going to say. And hey, she's just relating to the piano guy because, uh, you know, she's a relatable human being mm-hmm. who has thoughts and feelings. But it's no. also based <laughs> off of a, a television special, which right. would have to be painfully rehearsed. Right. Yeah, which also apparently was a huge, huge failure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm surprised. Not surprised mm. at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing compelling about this album. Her version of Make Your Own Kind of Music is offensive. Yeah, it's not good. It's I did listen fucking to that. gross. What's the one with the uh like uh kitchen sounds and stuff in it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let me pull it up. <laughs> Let me see. It was the medley near the end. World is a con- Oh, it is Make Your Own Kind of Music. Oh, that's the half world uh Make Your Own Kind of Music and then the and then uh, world is a concerto. Yeah, there's like a stretch in that where it's like, you know, like an electric can opener, and like all the and like things you would hear in your kitchen jump into the song, and it's like no. It feels like <laughs> an attempt at being really, uh, um, at, at like trying things, uh, like trying things artistically, kind of thing. Like but yeah, it's like crazy uneven this album. Yeah, but 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 it, again, it just all feels like somebody who's who's putting on the mask of an artist and that's what i've, I've always found I, i've uh. always found her to be really disingenuous and this album was a slog ah, good yep i'm glad i've lost five times in a row yeah mm-hmm. so what uh what are you saying next then R- next i'm uh this is great okay i'm really <laughs> excited um there was an album that i came across uh, about a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe Ooh, a little longer. Is this the one you kept saying you've got things? In your I got, pocket? and I was like, "This is the time. I'm doing it now. I'm on, a, I'm on a big, big losing streak. So fuck it. Let's just get in here." Um, now the album in question, I was able to find, listen to a couple of tracks from, but I was like, "I can't find this anywhere." I did, one of the reasons I didn't give it as a punishment album when I came across it was because I couldn't find it on yeah. any torrent site. You couldn't get it on iTunes. This fucking thing wasn't anywhere. But it was so bad and so fascinating that I was like, "I will." I was about to buy the CD online and yeah. have it mailed to me so I could make you copies. Thankfully, the world has caught up, and it's available on uh, Apple Music and okay. uh, uh, Google Play. It's all in there. Easy to find. Uh, 2002 album release from Corey Feldman, <laughs> former child actor, is the name of the album. And oh, my is, God. Yeah. Oh. It's oh. called Former Child Actor. Because Amazing. he's had a couple of different He's got a few. Of There's like a really a bad musician. blues album he's done. I've listened to a few tracks from that, and it's fucking terrible. He but this a, is the one, I think. He was a dance guy for a while. There's yeah. a bit of that on here, too. He was, this is a bit of a genre hopper. But he's oh. he's still a dance guy, because he just did this thing. Uh, he got asked to make an appearance at a college football, football game. Football, I've seen this. Yeah. And uh, they all they... All they wanted him to do was like show up and be like, sign some things. Or yeah, something. just be the guy from the Goonies and sign this shit, man. And he showed up with this little like portable stage and just set up with his band and played this fucking um, uh, Ascension Millennium song yeah. that he's got going right now. That's just the worst. But I thought his I thought his band was like a rock band, like he, a like it, a sometimes alterna, alterna rock. But this was and, like he's got these girl dancers, like yeah, the Angels yeah. or something. Yeah. It was and like he, Corey Feldman and his angels or yeah. something. And he dresses up like Michael Jackson. Now. Since Michael Jackson died, he's fully dove back into that thing where he was like obsess- obsessively into Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Remember that? And uh, he wears the hat and he does the dance moves. And uh, anyway, they refused to pay him. And then they released a because uh, they were like, "This is we didn't ask for this. 
I don't know what you're doing or what you think you're doing. What did they think they were doing? They thought they were getting a minor celebrity to come hang out and like greet his fans and sign some fucking autographs like a normal person. And he's saying a football this... game. Yeah. What? That's just strange... not not out on the stage. This is like up by the food area. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Stand by the hot dog. Yeah, he literally is. And there's like 15 people going. Okay. (laughs) It's super awkward to watch. And yeah, they released this apology thing. Like, this is not what we were looking for. We weren't expecting this. He just showed up with all this fucking gear and went on like way, like it was like way later than like the game was long over too. That's the thing. You can see the field and background and the place is just empty. So he's like just playing in front of the empty pizza stand at a fucking college. It's like, dude, what are you doing? That really bums me out. It's a bummer of a thing to watch. Anyway, his 2002 album, also features this weird song called uh, What's Up With Youth that he did on the Howard Stern I've show. I've seen the Howard Stern clip, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. It's crazy, that dance. What's up yeah. with youth? Yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> and Howard Stern Solid in that clip premise. is really being like, because he's doing the whole thing from his TV show, like oh, the... the- Fart man, butt, butt, butt man, yeah, butt, yeah. butt man or butt something. Man, and yeah. He's going like, that's really good, and then yeah. and Corey's trying to like play along with it, and you're like, no, no this is uh, all oh, uncomfortable. All oh, the time. that is so uncomfortable yeah. when somebody's blatantly making fun of you, but you're still trying yeah. to get this, in on it. This is, I think, this is the kind of album I look for every time I look for a what in the sweet fuck album. That yeah. I don't know how we come back from this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it. Me either. Yeah, that's going to be something. Casey, yes. you want to pick up those records over there and let's put a little place to roll? Sounds good. Mm. We are going to roll. Yeah. We're going to roll on Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are going to roll on Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. All right. Stevie Wonder presents Jeff. Yeah. What are we... <laughs> Rolling for this week. Uh, uh, room. Room. Will be the winner. Yes. Room. Played Looks very good. Looks great. Great yep. reviews. Supposed to be one of the best of the year. Mm-hmm. L- a little movie. A little mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Smaller scale. What? Uh, what's the loser? Uh, we got a couple things coming out this week. Something truly outrageous. Yeah. I truly, what truly. That could be. Truly, truly outrageous. outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim What if I just wanted to uh, listen to some Misfits? I don't know. Well, their songs are their better. songs are better. <laughs> They're going to get her. <laughs> They're yeah. going to get her. Yeah. All right, Casey. Yes. You are going to roll for Room versus Gem and the Holograms. We will see how this movie is. Mm-hmm. One of us, anyway. All right. Yeah. See if it's any uh, good or now, not. Now, last week, you did mention that you felt like you were getting a real raw deal here. Uh, raw, well, having, to, having to roll last. Yeah. Do you want to roll first? No, no, it's fine. All right. Mm-hmm. I did just roll a three. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, I'm rolling. That's a two. Ooh, you oh, called it. You. Oh, wow. oh, my fuck God. You. I fucking called it. Dice whisperer. That's a four. four. Nice. Yes. Oh, give me a little high five there. Ooh, I'm out. Right. No talking while I roll. <laughs> <laughs> no calling what I'm about to roll. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you didn't say that. I feel like I wouldn't have done you. Dice rolling. Maybe you wouldn't have. Oh, lovely. All right. What a nice time. Yeah. 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 What a lovely party. Yep. Well, next week I will review Jim and the Holograms. <laughs> we will see how this is, and uh, we will return with how uh, how Room is, which I've been dying to see. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you. I will. And you can tell me about Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to listen to this, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's You'll want to. pretty far out there. 
All right, well then let's get into 90210 Yeah Relay. Okay. There you go. 9021. Oh boy. <laughs> 9021 Oh Yeah Relay is our segment <laughs> with the three of us. Uh, one at a time, watch episodes of season three of 90210, Beverly Hills, that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we talk about each episode. This week, Casey is going to tell us about the episode that he watched. Next week, I will tell these guys about the episode I watched. No, yeah. next week. Ca- next uh, week is me. You, me. Greg, will uh, tell, tell us about it. Yeah. And so on and so forth and we, until we finish season three, and then we'll figure <laughs> out what we're going to do after that. Yeah. Uh, you got a little tablet for a little while. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what was the episode that you watched, Casey? Uh, this episode had a name. I don't. Remember I don't know what how it was. you don't write it at the top of your notes. I really should. Yeah, I write yeah. every week at the top of my, every other every three weeks at the top of my notes what yeah. the name of it name is. Name of the episode because you got to go look for it. That's right. This episode was called Episode Twenty Five. Oh come on! I'll look it up. Well, while he looks it up, yep. Casey's, why don't you start? <laughs> all right. Or just we could all wait in silence. <laughs> this feels right. Let's no. T- let's take a nap. No, start it. Can we take a nap? No. Casey, let's go. <sighs> Perfectly uh, perfect? Now, where's that last one? That was what I watched. Sure. Senior poll. Senior poll. I've seen your poll. See, I thought it was Senior Pole. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, All right. Here we go. So this episode, hilariously <laughs> enough, starts at an eating disorder group where Kelly doesn't look like she wants to be there. Uh-huh. Uh, and her mom is lecturing her about having an eating disorder. And honestly, there's nothing funny about that. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Yeah, so the mom is like, you know, who of your friends knows? She's like, none of my friends know. Dylan doesn't even know uh, because, you know, and she's like, oh, well, Dylan's in AA. He should, you should tell him yeah, because he knows. Oh, and also it sounds like she's going to say Dylan is an a-hole. Uh, so then Brenda and Brandon are at school and Brenda is worried that she won't be the most. Oh, yeah. Is this a thing that happens in the States where they have like a big, they make a big thing at high school of... Having, um, like, in the most popular person, like, having, like, a big production number of, of like, announcing who the most what, popular like a, person like a dance? is. What do you mean? Like but a, it's not like a, like dance, a musical it's like number? A, what do you mean a production Yeah, number? what? Uh, no, like, they, they have, like, a big uh, assembly where they announce who, like, the most popular person is or the best dressed or most fashionable. Don't they or... do that in the yearbook? Yeah, that's a yearbook thing. Yeah. Yeah, right? And, and I think this is supposed to be... Like a precursor to what's going to be in the yearbook, but they right. announce them and they take pictures. Like, is this a big thing in the states? No, that sounds a... weird and yeah. not real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they just do like... that for the yearbook, and they just use like your yearbook photo or whatever. Okay, well, at West Beverly, uh-huh. they fucking go all the fuck out. <laughs> oh my! Uh, so Brenda is really worried that she's not going to be the most popular girl in the yearbook. Um, and Steve is upset because he was in detention and somebody wrote Thumper on his yearbook. Wait, why does he have the yearbook? Oh, I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, and also what does Thumper, Thumper. mean? Uh, what is that? Is that an insult? It's, I don't know. It's is that a rabbit. From, uh, yeah, I was going to say the rabbit. Yeah. Oh, from Bambi. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> what the, I don't know what that means? Uh, 
Anywho, <laughs> uh, then uh, they're oh yeah yeah. So Steve's got uh, tickets to a Lakers game. Um, and he asked Brandon to go with him, but he promises not to let Brandon gamble. Oh, yeah. and Brandon's like, okay, I'll go to the game. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and he's like, yeah, come to the game with me, and he's like, and hey. Bring some condoms, because I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, well, word that differently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Steve goes to the principal, and uh, for some reason, I don't even know why he went to the principal, but the principal is a total bitch to him. Uh, and the principal's like, yeah, the summer camp is closed down this year because we can't get funding for it. Remember the summer camp that they had where Andrea was yeah. a counselor? Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And the principal's like, we can't get funding so everyone can fuck off. And Steve's like, oh, that's really too bad because I played Santa for those kids. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. And he was like, and that was a really nice time for me. That made me feel really good. It's too bad. The principal's like, yeah, well, we're not doing it. So fuck yourself. Um, so then, uh, we cut to Dylan and Dylan is talking to Kelly about how hard it is to write. And Kelly's all like, oh, I can't wait to read it. And he's like, oh, well, I don't want you to read it until it's done or until it's like printed kind of thing. She's like, mm -hmm. all right. Also, she's very nervous about the popularity contest. Um, cause it's like she, I don't know. She wants to be like most popular or most uh -huh. beautiful or whatever. Right. Um, so then Dylan shows the article to Andrea because she's the editor. Uh, and then Dylan says, <laughs> I cannot read these. <laughs> I typed these out and I can't read them. Uh, Dylan says they keep the ballots locked up so certain people can't stuff the ballot box. Who's he what are we talking people? about? Who I don't know. Oh, for voting for yeah, yeah, voting for who's like popular or whatever. In, uh, oh my god, they're taking this real seriously. Jesus they Christ, really take it uh, locking uh, ballot seriously. boxes. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was just like the yearbook staff was just like picking their friends. Isn't that how this yeah. shit works? I guess, but uh, uh, but no, like it's a whole ballot thing. Great. Uh, so then they're announcing the winners. Who and Andrea, puts in a ballot for that? <laughs> everybody. Like all of West Beverly. Oh, my God. Um, so then uh, the winners are announced, and Andrea wins most likely to succeed, obviously. Donna wins best dressed. David wins most talented, which, <laughs> come on. Good thing everyone voted for a central cast. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. So, well, they, they do announce a couple of other people just... To fill out the numbers, Sally or, wins. <laughs> but every <laughs> yeah, great like Sally, yeah, every man just wins. ran like <laughs> names of people that haven't been on the show before. Yeah, um, but then but everybody before this, everybody's like, "Oh, Steve, you're gonna win the biggest flirt award," and then he doesn't win it, and he is devastated. Oh no, no. biggest flirt. What's that? Who wins biggest flirt? I don't know. Uh, Sally or Sally. somebody. Oh, okay, great. Um, Who won biggest chunk of Raymond on his head? <laughs> <laughs> most most, most ramen, delicious hairdo. Most ramen esque hair goes to he did win. Fred. That motherfucker. Oh yeah. my god, my hair is way Who more won delicious most, than most uh, blown up dads. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. weirdly uh, enough, with two, two, yeah. two blown up dads. <laughs> His replacement dad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, right out the window. <laughs> he got a replacement dad in the mail. Yeah. Two days after, two days after, mm -hmm. also blew Spilled up. some water on him, blew right up. He was yeah. defective. Uh, so yeah, so Steve is starting to feel really unappreciated. 
Somebody wrote Thumper. Unappreciated. Thumper. Yep. He's starting People to feel like he's not that I'm Thumper. A big like, <laughs> like a. I don't know how. I'm trying to think of how that could be. Like a. Is Thumper it like is a, a bunny. He's a b- Bambi's buddy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is he friends Thumper. with any deers who whose parents died? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys are probably reading a little too far into this. Yeah, right. um, I'm going to look it up. Oh, yeah. So then Brenda doesn't win anything. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like she doesn't win. Like, she wanted, like, most popular or something. Yeah. She didn't win, and she's, like, super upset. Yeah, she's like, oh, my out. God, my friends don't care about me. Oh. Um, and then Dylan wins most handsome because, come on, guys, he's Dilly. Um, uh, Dilly. So handsome. <laughs> I wrote, he, he wins most handsome because there was no award for oldest student. Yeah. Uh, and uh, most beautiful. Uh, oh, yeah. They're the oldest. Most beautiful goes to Kelly Taylor. Oh. Yeah. So you would think that that would make her happy or whatever. Nope. Does it? Mm, we'll see. Oh. I doubt it, though. Mm. Uh, Dilly then calls uh, Andrea... Uh, oh, he keeps calling her Zuckerman, and I don't know why, but it made me uncomfortable. Oh, that's new. Yeah. Yeah, like they're Trying getting to close out. or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I looked up Thumper on Urban Dictionary. Yeah. There's a few that could um, be related. Yeah. Thumper is in a religious uh, person. Bible Thumper. Like a Bible, Bible Thumper. Thumper. And then right. it also says Thumper, a person who is either closeted or does not yet know they are gay. I Called the think... Thumper because they are in the closet. And thumping, on the, thumping on the door to get out. Bi- as in, Bill is such a thumper. If you listen closely, the hinges are rattling or something. That's a little... Do you think... Yeah, that's a little subversive for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for I don't know, though. This that's, is the 90s. I feel like that expression is really stretching it a bit. Nobody uses that. I don't think but that's But it was the 90s. Like, I feel like... I feel like there was a lot of that flying around, that sort no, of... No, that's the what, 80s. Thumper? I feel like in the 90s... People were hyper aware of, of no, sexuality. I don't think so. I think they were hyper aware of it, and they knew that it was something that they weren't allowed but to make fun of. No, because I went to high school in the two thousands, and people were still throwing the uh, yeah. But slurs you're talking around. about real world. I'm talking about like TV world. I think at this point, it was super uncool to be. Uh, I feel like there's no other option, exclusionary. Though. I think it. I think that's probably the way they're doing it. That's crazy. Then. Um, I can't think of another reason. Is it the you're an animated uh, <laughs> rabbit? I don't know, but at one point he did tell Brandon to bring some condoms because he was feeling lucky. <laughs> I don't know. How, okay, well I'll, I'll reserve until I found out, find out. Does, does that like resolve at all? Him and 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 somebody writing thumper. Somebody writing thumper. It? No, they don't mention it, it again. They don't mention what it means or anything, so I think you were just supposed to know in the '90s what it meant. But I've never heard. Okay, that. listeners, uh, if, if if you know, yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, kids from the '90s, hit us up. Um, okay, so Kelly wants to dress nicely for the celebration because they're taking pictures and everything, like pictures of the most beautiful and most fashionable and all stuff like that. Um, so Kelly wants uh, Dylan to dress up. In like a tux and everything, and Dylan's too cool for that. But Dilly does it because Dilly loves Kelly. Dylan's too cool, but Dilly does it. <laughs> Dylan's too cool, but his alter ego Dilly totally does it. Um, and uh, no, but who did it? Was it Dylan or was it? No, Kelly wants them both to dress okay. up nicely, and Dilly doesn't want to do it. But he does it. Anyway. But he's like he does it anyway because okay. he's Dilly. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, 
So Brenda is really serious about not winning anything. And she's like super hurt. So she decides she wants to go to Minnesota to go to college. She's like, that's where my real friends are. That's where I'm going to college. Good. This is an issue for everybody for some reason. I don't know why. I'm like, then fucking go to college in Minnesota. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Okay. So then Jim comes in. Dad. Walsh dad. Comes in and he's like super stressed about tax season. And uh, Brandon... Uh, oh, yeah. So Brandon then admits to uh, uh, to him. He's like, yeah, well, me and Steve are kind of stressed out because we can't find any girls to go with us to the basketball game. And Jim's like, yeah, that sounds terrible. And uh, he's like, yeah, why don't you and mom come along? Like kind of jokingly. Yeah. Steve's got all these condoms. <laughs> so <laughs> he said he would fuck the whole family. Uh but so he's like jokingly like he's like yeah why don't mom and dad come and dad's like that would be really nice thank you and so accidentally he invites mom and dad to the basketball game whoops yeah so then we cut to kelly and she's getting ready for the picture and her mom is like oh congratulations you're you know the prettiest girl in school that's great uh, when they took my picture, I was the prettiest girl in school. They took my picture, and um, I ended up in Esquire, and from that I became a model. So, good luck. How many uh, titles do they have? Like, is there like 10 titles they give away and everyone else is like, sorry, 10. idiots? No, that's the thing, because in other at other points in the episode, they reference like, oh, well, this person won... Nicest glasses, or you know, biggest dong, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> biggest like, dong. I, yeah. I think. They <laughs> but like they, uh, so like it's a whole big thing. So I don't know why any of this matters, but it matters because I'm just lot thinking like, what everybody. did like yeah. the biggest losers? They get like consolation. Biggest losers. Like, yeah. Consolation <laughs> things. Um, did you guys have anything most, in your most, high school? Most not voted for for any. Yeah. <laughs> most interesting. <laughs> did you guys have any shit like this with your, your high school? Was this I like don't even think we had this mm. in our yearbook. I think no, we no. had a year. I think we had stuff in our yearbook that said like most likely to succeed. But I don't, and I actually don't think everybody got one. No, but I. But that's really weirdly exclusionary. It feels like yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't have any. But of that also, shit. I don't think anyone in my high school was set to succeed at anything. I don't know because I <laughs> cared so little about the yearbook stuff that they they the times that I had a yearbook, I a didn't buy them and I b didn't like pick a quote for it. So in my like grade eight yearbook, like right before high school, if you didn't pick a if you didn't pick a quote, it was just like "see you next year." Or something like like <laughs> they just made they made one up for or like can't wait for TAS, which was the name of our high school. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's clumsy. So it was like just yeah, like can't can't wait. See you Tass, next year. TAS high or Tass? Oh, like like it stood for something. Titty ass school. Yeah, titty ass school. I was excited. I can't wait for this sounds wonderful. <laughs> and I got there, I just got beat up. And I was just like, this is nothing like I expected. <laughs> this is some false advertising. Uh, oh, my goodness. Where am I in my notes here? Um, ba, 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 ba. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a great uh, Brandon uh, uh, freak out here. Uh, so Sweet. Brandon is at school, and, and he goes up to Steve, and he's like, Hey, Steve. 
I accidentally invited my mom and dad to the basketball game, <laughs> and Steve's pissed at him. He's like, why did you do that? We wanted to bring girls with I us. I only brought two condoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, can't I don't want to get you and both. your dad pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I will, but I, I don't, don't want, want to. to. Uh, <laughs> oh, Casey, choking again. Oh, my throat hurts. No muscafeers, though. Uh, 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 no, because fucking Mayo's ate most of my muscafeers. Athena ain't mine. Uh, <laughs> I still have a bowl full of no, them at home. I, still, I, I ate half of them. Uh, That's yeah. what I forgot to get today to go with the ridiculous alcohol with some kind of stupid candy. Yeah. Well, this can't be a theme. We can't do this every week. <laughs> yeah, this is not a sustainable no. model. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Uh oh yeah so okay so so Brandon's like sorry I accidentally invited my mom and my dad to uh, the basketball game and Steve's like that sucks why did you do that and Brandon's like you shouldn't have put me in charge of your tickets then idiot I'm like mm, this might be mm. on you yeah uh so then Steve uh, Steve's like fine your parents can come to the game but you have to sit next to your mother and Brandon's like. What does that mean? What's wrong with my mom? <laughs> and Steve just looks at him, smiles, and then walks away. Like, sweet burn on his mom. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that is cold. Uh, so then the girls are putting on makeup, and Kelly is bitching about being ugly and saying she has no cheekbones. And I'm like, doesn't what? she have amazing cheekbones? Isn't that, like, a thing about Kelly's face? Uh, uh, but anyway, she's bitching about it. And she's like, no one takes me seriously. And Andre is like, well, Dylan takes you seriously. Sorry, Dilly takes you seriously. Better. Because uh, he wrote very seriously about you in his article. And she was like, you read his article? Because he wouldn't let her read it until uh, it was published. Oh, so she's like super jealous about right. it. But she's the editor. Uh, Yeah, well, exactly. But, you know. Kelly is Kelly. All right, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kelly confronts Dylan, uh, and <laughs> he says, editor weird. That's about it. Editor? Uh, he says, she's my editor. Oh, editor. Yeah. Um, so then Kelly goes and talks to her mom and blames her mom for uh, her crazy... You know, like uh, body issues because she got her a nose job and Weight Watchers. And Kelly's mom's like, you asked for it. And she's like, well, it's your fault. Uh, so then Brenda asked Brandon for $50 for the application to go to Minnesota. This whole thing is crazy boring. <laughs> um, and then uh, Steve shows up at the Walsh's so that they can all go to the game. And he is just being openly hostile to the parents. It's he's like super Who is? rude. Steve. Steve's being hostile to Brandon's parents because he's super mad that, that there. he's like, "Why am I going with you? I want to get some pune." Uh huh. But he can't because mom and dad are there. Yeah. Uh. So then, Brenda tells mom and dad about Minnesota, and now they're in a bad mood, and now Steve's even in a worse mood because mom and dad are in a bad mood now. <laughs> good television it yeah. really is yeah. totally. really fucking is um so then dad is mad at brenda uh and it turns out mom is really dumb when it comes to sports okay um uh, yep. uh. 
Steve makes Brandon sit next to mom because he doesn't want to put up with mom's stupid sports questions and stuff. And then it turns out that because Steve gave his seat to Brandon, Brandon was picked to do the half court shot, uh, uh, you know, like where he might win $10,000. Right. And then it turns out that they only honor the stub holder and Steve has the stub. So he gets to take the shot. It was really needless, little switcheroo um, type of thing. Whoever's holding the stub gets it, then why don't they just transfer stubs? Because Steve gave Brent. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, and that's, I apologize. Uh, Steve's all nervous because he doesn't know if he can make the shot. Maybe he should have let Brandon do it. Um, yeah, he still wants the $10,000. Sure. Is Steve rich? But if Brandon de- is yeah, better at him, then maybe. Yeah, but... She gives him Corvettes and shit. This is true. Um, so then Brandon tells Dad about uh, Duke's bad boy. And oh, Dad is no. like, oh, why didn't you tell me? No one tells me anything. Your sister's going to Minnesota. Duke's bad boy, a.k.a. himself. Uh, wait, why is he Duke's bad boy? Brandon? Wait, Brandon was Duke's bad boy? Well, he's the guy that's in trouble with, with Duke. Yeah. I thought Duke's bad boy was the guy was Duke's like muscle guy in the car. He didn't even get out of the car. He was a bad boy, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can agree. He's a very bad boy. He's a very bad boy. Stay in the car. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Steve's about to take the shot, and for some reason he says Diane Cannon, and I was like, did he say Diane Cannon? He definitely said Diane Cannon. What do you mean? I don't know. And I was like, well, is that a basketball term? Like, do people say the name of Diane Cannon? Uh, And then he takes the shot, and he fucking makes it. And he wins $10,000. And then there's a shot of Diane Cannon. And I was like, oh. What? What? (laughs) Well, you know the actress Diane Cannon. Yeah, I know. What? She wasn't in this episode before then. Not at all. But then he makes the shot, and there's a shot of Diane Cannon, and you go... She gives, like, I a guess. knowing nod? Yeah. She goes, like, yay, and she's holding a child. And you go, like, okay, I guess that's why he said Diane Cannon. What? But I... <laughs> I don't know. What? Uh, uh, so never before has there been a reference to Diane to Cannon. To Diane Cannon He says it, all. makes the thing, and then she's there, he like... He says, mm-hmm. Diane Cannon, he makes the shot, and then they show Diane Cannon. <laughs> what? <laughs> I do not understand this. Wow. I don't think it matters, but it's great. Cool. I feel like it matters. Yeah. Did you know that James Eckhouse is only six years older than Andrea? Who, oh, sorry, Andrea. who is? James Eckhouse, dad. Really? Yeah, he's only six years older than Andrea. It's not that very many sense. years. It's crazy. And only nine years older than Dilly. 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 Um, so then people. David inadvertently tells Dilly about the eating disorder So is disorder that all you group. get from Diane Cannon? Is she not? Uh, just no, like there's a... just a shot of her and then we're done. Weird. Yeah. Like in the crowd? Yeah, yeah. She's at the it, basketball it game. Stock footage? It's not, it's not just her sitting on the court. She's, like... Yeah, it's her from something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Dang then the David line. inadvertently tells Dilly about the uh, eating disorder group. Uh, and so Dilly goes to find Kelly and she's at the park swing and Dilly comes up to her and she's like, remember this swing? You used to look up my dress in this uh, when I was on this swing. Who says that? Kelly says that to Dilly. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, all right, gross, I guess. And then she goes off on some whole thing about, she's like, oh, you know, nobody cares about me. I'm just some dumb blonde bitch. 
<laughs> she, she says, I'm just some dumb blonde bitch, and I used to put out in the 10th grade to anyone who would fuck me. She doesn't say fuck me, but uh, she says that. Yeah, and she's fuck. like, and then I stole my best friend's boyfriend. And I'm like, when you put it all like that. Uh, and he's like, uh, yep. oh, uh, well, I'm sad because no one thinks I'm smart either. Um, and they make no up. one thought I wasn't smart. Am I not smart? <laughs> Is that what oh, people God. think? <laughs> I'm also not smart. I thought I was a super smart bitch. <laughs> you also put out a lot. <laughs> um, so, uh, so mom and dad come home and talk to Brenda, and they're like, hey, we feel left out on, of this whole Minnesota thing. You should have told us about it, even though it's boring for everyone, even your parents. Um, and Brenda's like, I just think my friends in Minis- Missis- Minnesota. Minnesota? <laughs> Mississippi uh, are, are better than my L.A. friends because they suck because they didn't vote me anything. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't then, vote me anything. Nothing. Yeah. So then we cut to Kelly, and she's making up with her mom. <laughs> and this is why I was writing a bit of this before the show, and Dan was here, and I was laughing my ass off because her mom is, like, apologizing to Kelly. She's like, I'm so sorry. I feel like I've been a bad mom, you know, like, telling you to get Weight Watchers and stuff like that when I've just been such a bad mom. She's like, all I ever did was just keep getting high and running around. <laughs> But she meant like running around, like having affairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But she like, said it like I just kept getting high and running around. <laughs> <laughs> and it made the best mental image. It was so delightful. Uh, so then, Mom and Kelly d- agree to go to therapy together. Oh. Nah. Uh, so Steve is bragging, uh, about making the shot, and he doesn't feel like a loser or thumper anymore. He doesn't say thumper. I'm just uh, adding that sure. in because nobody says it again. And uh, and then the whole thing about the camp. Remember the camp that's going to be shut down? Oh, right. That comes up and Andrea is like, uh, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to be doing that again. Cause oh, cause, uh, this guy's going to pay the money for it. Uh, oh, aren't they going to have like a water ski race or something like that to save the camp? You would hope so. But no, <laughs> it's just canceled. No, they had a, oh. a, a dunk contest or whatever the fuck that was. And then Andrea. Uh, Andrea. Uh, Andrea, sorry. Andrea <laughs> asks Steve, hey, what are you going to spend all your $10,000 money on? And he's like, I'm going to spend it all in one place. Oink. And then the next day, the principal comes up to Andrea, Andrea, and goes, hey, sorry, summer you said cat. it right. Uh, <laughs> I know, but then I said it super yeah. right. <laughs> and he goes, uh, she, the principal goes up to Andrea and goes, hey, summer camp is back on because some an- anonymous donor gave us $10,000. And Andrea's like, some anonymous ramen haired donor? <laughs> yeah. The whole, like, she just, that night before, I've been talking to him, and she's like, huh, who could that have been? Who oh, could well. it have been? And the principal goes like, well, it must have been someone with $10,000. <laughs> and she's like, huh. And she's like, yeah, who could it have been? Well, I guess Santa Claus came early. And then she's like, wait a minute, $10,000? Santa Claus? I'm hungry. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and then she's like, no, Santa Claus doesn't she, exist. She goes, <laughs> must have been Santa Claus. <laughs> and then she goes, nah. And then that's it. 
I'm like, oh, oh you're dumb. Oh, man. And then Kelly and Dilly are in the hall, and Dilly lets her read the in article. In the hall? Yeah, the hall of the school. <laughs> Sorry, trying to space things up. <laughs> <laughs> nice attack. Uh, so Kelly and Dilly are in the hall, and then Dilly uh, lets her read the article. Oh, yeah. And it says, dedicated to Kelly Taylor. And she's like, I oh. like it. Um, and She's then, like, granted, I've only read that one line. Yeah. I like it because it's about me. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And then Steve is telling the story again, uh, the story of the, the great shot that he made. And Brenda's like, hey, I want to hear this story because you guys are my friends. So that resolves that, I guess. Great. And then Kelly's reading the article and it's read in like voiceover and it's Dilly doing the article. Uh-huh. And the whole article is him talking about how much he loves Kelly and how beautiful Kelly was. From the first time he met her, she reminded him of a boat. And <laughs> But he's making parallels because that day that his dad blew up, yeah. he was on a boat. Right. Remember there was a boat? Yep. So he's on a boat, so he's drawing parallels between how beautiful Kelly is and how much she reminds him of a boat, and the boat he was on when his dad blew up. <laughs> and that's a loving tribute to Kelly. Yep. The end. And boat Kelly, you were the girl I was on when my dad blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Love, Dilly. <laughs> all, all hands on Kelly. When I look at you, but- Kelly, I want to board you and ride around you on the ocean. I just want to scrape the barnacles off you and watch my dad blow up. I want to pilot you all through the ocean. Oh, good lord. So that... You in the marina. Mm -hmm. And other boat things. (laughs) I want to do boat things, starboard and... uh, Poop deck. (laughs) (laughs) It was only a matter of time before somebody said it, so I just said it. (laughs) I want to do you in the poop deck. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say that. Uh, P.S. I'm putting this in the newspaper. (laughs) Dedicated to (laughs) Kelly. Kelly Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) She's like... Really? (laughs) (laughs) That's that is fun. That's fun for everybody. Andre was like, "We have to print this." (laughs) Well, I didn't give it to People Magazine. Yeah, this is an exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. Oh man. Well, thank (sighs) you for that round of nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, relay. I'm yeah. going to sleep for so We made days it through. Uh, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Yeah. I uh, feel like death. Huh? Uh, I'm going to die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Visit us on the internet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, next week, we'll be back with another round of 90210 Yeah Relay. But for now, you can go to iTunes and rate and review us on iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. Give us all of your mm. feedback, please. It is very helpful on iTunes. It's been a while since we've gotten an iTunes review. Please do that if you have not already. Please go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our threads and the threads for other podcasts. There's a discus thread there. You can throw your comments in. You can also... Email us at info at modernsuperior.com, and uh, you can check out all the other shows there. And don't forget that next week, it is um, Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death at the Royal T.O. Yep. Go to the Royal.to, get your tickets. 
And uh, please listen to all the other shows on ModernSperry.com. Tons there for you to check out. There, The final episode of Super Zero is up. It is Tank Girl versus Supergirl. Mm. Uh, wonderful episode um, featuring some one movie that I really uh, pretty mu- I really like and one that I have not seen. And I'll let you be the judge of which that is. <laughs> it's going to be a real fun guessing game. Real... Which one did Dan not see? Exactly. No. There you go. So please follow us on Facebook at SYNWPC or on Twitter at SYNWPC as well week casey will continue to turn off his microphone there uh until next case yep, like, every week every, yep. we've used these microphones <laughs> for time. 187 episodes and this week casey was like what's this do <laughs> <laughs> awesome. a little switch on here uh until next week we will see you next wednesday goodbye internet there's a ghost at the end of safe haven and we love it very much poop deck Presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. When it comes to clothes, having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather, or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop wear anywhere closet staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code AnyStyle24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code AnyStyle24.